It's not Fat Albert. It's just Fat Joel. At uh, now, what shall we talk about? Welcome to another episode in season two, as they say somewhere. Um, this episode, my guest is Miss Brooke Klingbile, and she is wife of Peter. <laughs> I have to say Peter because it was cracking me up during the show. She is, and I'm terrible at taking notes. I even re-listened to the entire episode. And <laughs> I'm going to screw it up because it's like a nine-part thing. She is some sort of wastewater operator. The old nomenclature would have been like the sewer treatment plant in town uh, before they release it back into the river. She's one of the technicians that works there. One of the head top dogs here in Medford. Uh, she actually won an award. Um, and I'll put a link to a little article about what she has done and her award that she won and whatever. But, um, yeah, she's originally from Rib Lake, lives in Medford, uh, again married to Pete. And if the Klingbile name sounds familiar to any of you kids in Medford, that's Pete is uh, the family Klingbile who owns Klingbile Lumber. And uh, so I guess if you're in the area and you want to patronize, not patronize, <laughs> no, patronize, not patronize. Please, a local business, stop in at Klingbiles. They got a ton of stuff. They got a big new power center. Um, they have rental equipment, all that kind of stuff. And uh, make sure you give them your business because uh, then you can keep it in the family. Pete will get your business at the hardware store. And anyone who lives in town sends their business to Brooke via the sewer anyway. So <laughs> uh, I crack myself up sitting here in a room talking to myself. But uh, yeah, good chat, good talk. Um... I don't remember when I initially met her. I had done some videos we talked about with Dustin, and she corrects me on exactly what I was making a video for. Um, it's actually supposed to be up on the DNR website as part of their training videos, and I was going to put a link to that, but they don't have it up yet. Get going, DNR, and get your shit together, um, because I want to add a link to that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. Just listen to it. It's a good talk. A lot of tangents. A lot of laughs. Um, enjoy the show. Said a couple pulls. Take one of that absinthe. That'll clear you up for a while. Microphone in. Microphone in. See? It's the silent mode. Like sound goes in the side. Just you can move it and do whatever you need to to get it in front of your. Oh, you front. want it like so this? No, in what? the side. So like right there. Yeah. Either side. It just doesn't, you don't need to talk into the end of it. You want to talk into the side of it. But it doesn't need to be right up against <laughs> you. Touching your whiskers. So just like this. <clears throat> yeah. It, can you hear yourself good? Yeah. Okay, then that's all can you need you to. Can you see me okay? Yeah, I hope so. I have it centered on the chair, so you're fine. I'm the only one being videotaped? No, mine's right here. Oh. Calmate mente, as they say in the Espanols. How many times do you think I'm going to bonk this with my coffee mug? Enough. And you don't have to have, like I said, it doesn't need to be three inches in front of your face. If you start being quiet, I'd just turn you up a little bit. That's like an oxymoron. So if you start whispering. Just Me being quiet. Oh, true. <laughs> it's like the big, huge guy they call Tiny. You'd be like whispering Brooke <laughs> because you never do. Um, 
there was something I was going to ask, and I was going to write it down this morning, and I completely forgot. So I'll just go the other way, and whatever happened with your video stuff. Oh, the thing we did before. The thing you and Dustin completely murdered. You were trying to tell Dustin yeah. what I was actually See, here for. Yes, something about new systems for. I'm not whatever. I'm not even going to attempt. It. I so, wish you could bring up that episode and like quick play a recap of what you were trying to explain to Dustin. Everyone, go and stop this. Listen to the Dustin episode and then come back and you get the real scoop right now from what I actually did. So you helped me. Um, do a demonstration video on like how to do the test for E. coli in in wastewater. Wastewater, very specific. Yeah, like what we discharge into the river. Because you work at, I suppose it doesn't hurt to say, at the water treatment plant in town. Is no, that what they call it? The wastewater treatment Waste facility. Wastewater treatment facility. I can't even get that right. That's okay. I like. I think I had to correct you several times because what. This I remember now in the episode you called it like the sewer plant, and my I, old man calls it the shit factory. That's what he right, calls yeah. it. Well, that's pretty offensive to us in this, I'm sure in this uh, industry. The word sewer is not like very popular, or you know, but like, so what? It's not. It's not attractive. But it is what would traditionally be called the like the sewer all runs to right. that plant. But we do so much more like you know we are like yes. resource recovery or like you know we, we the sewer is just like a not like I said it's not very widely accepted term in our industry anymore because what we do like sewer just kind of seems a little like degrading or whatever you know. So is it the sewer that brings it to you? The, would you consider like the pipes in town is the I would sewer call it the, and then that stops when it gets into your plant because you do all this other stuff. Right. I guess I would call it like sanitary collection system. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. Yep. Use that vocabulary. Yeah, it's something. All right. But anyways, yeah, you helped me uh, put together a demonstration video on how to perform the E. coli test because um, prior to like the code changing where we used to test for fecal coliforms. Now we have to test for E. coli. So like the fecal coliform organism was like the signifying uh, organism or like identifying like indicator organism. There we go. Indicator okay. organism of, but the E. coli is what gets you sick, you know? So yes. um, because that all changed and us wastewater operators and laboratory technicians were used to testing for fecal coliforms. We, you helped me with the video to show them how to do the E. coli test, which is a little bit different. Is it to show them how to do it? Or was I thought it was, maybe I completely misunderstood. I thought it was for like, I don't want to say a promo video, but like, this is what we have to do. Give us more money so we can do a better version of it or something like that? No, no. Um, okay. so well, it's I was like, completely It's basically, it did help the DNR. So I think the DNR has it on their website, like the the video, the training video. So it's, it was a training video for wastewater operators or, you know, like laboratories that are transitioning from testing <clears throat> from the fecal to the E. coli. And it was like, in case you wanted to do it in-house, then it was a video to show you how to do it. If you wanted oh, to, you know, like a lot if, of people send it out, I yeah, would guess. And there's hold times and stuff. So sometimes it's difficult to get your samples out and to a laboratory in time for them to like, you know, test it without it needing to be qualified or whatever. But there's some like revenue gaining um, if they wanted to do it in-house because like with one of the methods, if they were to purchase a different method, like um, I'm not going to. 
I don't know if I'm allowed to say or like, you know. I think as long as you're not defame, def, def, defacing. Right. I'm not, as long as you're not talking shit about something. But what about royalties? <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to promote something I'm not going to get paid for. I'm just You kidding. can say that it's not a paid promotion. This is not a paid I haven't promotion. Received but any residuals from the DNR either. Right. In my video, which they, I, that's what I wrote down is I want to get the, find the link. I'll put that in the show notes so they can see you in action. Oh boy. Did you have a lab coat on? I think you had a lab coat, didn't you? No. Or was it a hoodie? No. You were the, awful fancy that day. I remember the that. The first time we shot or the second time? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. The second time. Must have been the second. What's the one that we used anyway? The, the one, the second time I had, you know, the safety glasses and the gloves oh, and. Uh, the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if you were to like use the IDEX system, like the one I was sort of promoting or the one I favor. Because yeah. that's the one I use. You can also, like, then you're doing the wastewater testing. <clears throat> you can also then pick up, like, the public water samples. So, like, any municipal that has, you know, like, city water sure. programs. And you can do um, drinking water testing as well. So, if you, you certify for that. Do and that, I do, correct. yes, I got us all I certified. I think you did one for me. For a buyer, they I had to do a water say, test. I was going to say, like, it would have had to Not come for me. Through. It was like a Jared Hart. It was, he called somewhere and they said, okay, we'll come and pick up the kit whatever you need oh, and then that you was can probably the health department you can send it here right. you can send it there or you can take it to medford and i'm pretty sure that i'm he pretty just picky took and choosy i i only test water samples for like contractors or yeah. well drillers i don't do homeowners um just oh. because it's, you should it's a headache though because then you guys i got realtors though, right? calling me yeah. and they're like i need the results and then i got the bank calling me like so you marked the sample as negative for total coliforms is that safe uh yeah. Oh, so the the interpreting results for homeowners, realtors, or lending yeah. people is kind of a headache. You and make a negative face when you say realtors. You even said it and so then I get calls from realtors. <laughs> so that's awesome. No, it's it's just <laughs> we're we don't we're a staff of three down there. So if sure. we're tied up like, you know, with doing normal yeah, everyday shit. Sending people sending people emails with fancy words like Yes, you can lend them the money. The water is safe. Yeah, yeah. That's half of those water tests. I look at them and I'm like, Yeah. Do you even uh, know what? Or like, yeah. I have I to. I have to because it's like, oh, there's this, 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 and then I have to look like, okay, where's the legend? Like, less yes. than this is safe, yeah. and I'm like, less than, greater than. Which one is? Which way is it? And which then, way does Pac-Man yep, eat? Okay, that's right. Mm-hmm. The alligator eats the bigger one, and that's. Then I'm like, okay, we're good. Yeah, when you when I don't give them like reports like that, I just give them the result because what do they need to know my LOD and LOQ and MCL for? By the way, an MCL is the maximum contaminant level, and for nitrates, I'm sure you're looking at Mm -hmm. nitrate results. It's ten. So like, if I have a result of six point five reported to the client, and then they call, they're like, is that bad? It's like, well. No, the you max- don't necessarily want to offer your opinion on that exactly, either, because yeah, then not- you're liable exactly. for that too. That makes good sense. Yeah, there's coliform, nitrates, bacteria. Yeah, and then like USDA, the government ones require lead also, uh, and arsenic. Arsenic, <laughs> just because mm-hmm. I like the word. Mm-hmm. Um, the equal, like I said, the equalize what gets you sick. So like sometimes even when when you get a positive coliform sample then you get the ones that freak out they're like am i gonna get sick and it's like well there is no e coli it's like 
test your toothbrush once. There's yeah. so much bacteria on that. There's that more, chicken you had in the fridge for that. five days yeah. and you eat it. Mm-hmm. So are you paranoid about that stuff? Like at home? No. Nope. Because e. you test the E. coli stuff. But mm-hmm. that's like raw egg, undercooked chicken. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Are you like Mm-mm. your hands disgusting and chapped because no. you're always washing and bleach wiping and everything? No. Nope. No. <laughs> it's a quick check. I uh, I guess I don't. I'm not worried about that stuff. I know what can get me sick, and I also feel like working at a wastewater treatment facility, my immune system is like naturally built up. Because you're around. I'm a super mutant. You're. I I'm exposed to every variant of the flu through the wastewater. So it's like, do I get a flu shot? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Depends on you know how I'm feeling that that year. But when, when I I don't know what goes on in those places. I never have. So when I was there, it was not at all what I was expecting. I figured there would be like this metal like mezzanines that you stand up on in like a big open trough with like a bunch of dudes in like hard hats and white coats just like watching it go by like, yep, we're going to get that out of there. Like, I never gave you like a tour or showed you anything. It was by the time we got done, maybe an hour. Yeah. Like the total start to finish all the different videos and angles and all that stuff. I didn't notice it as much. But when you first walk in, like it's a it's a it's a treatment plant. Like it's like going to a dairy farm you and expecting it to it, smell I like can. roses. Yeah. I can smell it. I could smell it for about an hour afterwards. <laughs> but it wasn't after being there for an hour, I like I stopped noticing it. I got right. smell deaf yeah, as they you say. You acclimate I, yourself to it. Yes. So mm-hmm. I imagine you how long have you been there for? Nine years. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you're like head you're hiring and firing people? <laughs> no, not yet. Damn it. I actually um no, I there there was an opportunity because my boss has taken a new position. But between my coworker and I, we both applied to be the the superintendent, and, uh, and he, he had got an it. Unfortunate it's because I'm a woman. <laughs> Just kidding. Did he fall and have a, a horrible accident at work, and now he can't work? Right around the time he applied. <laughs> That's what yeah. should have happened. No, you probably he's... have some sort of discrimination case on your hands here. You need to call Hupy and Abraham. Because that's, that's exactly what I... <laughs> yes. I'm so empowered. Yeah. So politically correct. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is It is Medford. You gotta mm-hmm. be... Oh, I can't reach my coffee. No, but I, I've got... I mean, I've been there for nine years. I've got a lot of respect in the industry. I, I, I'm not going to, like, brag, but I just... You have a lot of clout. Yeah, I just, I just won... Uh, Wisconsin Wastewater Operator of the Year for the Northwest region. So, what are the like, let's say Miss America? There's mm. like the question, there's the swimsuit, there's the talent, there's the whatever. What is the criteria one looks at for that? Not to make fun, but like, I'm genuinely curious just like how much you've implemented. Because you guys get, there's got to be like grants and that kind of stuff you guys can ap- actively apply for for money, for funding, for test. Yeah, stuff and whatever. Like, Facility is it just you actively like that. doing that stuff, and well, people recognize you for the, that? Like the the qualifications to win this particular award is, you know, there's you have to be a member of the organization for at least four years or okay. five or whatever it is, and then you have to be nominated by somebody, either coworker, a DNR representative, um, gotcha. anybody. You know, you have to be nominated. So, or you could, I guess, self-nominate. That would be a little weird. You just but, pay someone to nominate mm-hmm. you. Can I just write this letter for you and you send it with your email address, please? I never thought about it. How tied in that was with the DNR. 
Oh yeah. I would have never thought they of that. They govern everything we do. Because you're releasing it. Right. Right. Like the water once it's treated and mm-hmm. is good and safe, it just goes into the river. Right. That's why you're is that probably why you're on the river? Yeah. Any treatment facility you'll ever see is near body Phillips water. Phillips is right next to the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess I just I know DNR does everything you ever want to do with land or on the shore, or, you know, anything like that, but I didn't I guess I thought of more of it as like a municipal oversight. Like the city would govern you, not the DNR, but there's Mm-mm. a river involved, so that yeah, I would have never thought of that. So, anyways, you got to be nominated, <clears throat> and then um, there's like a selection committee, and they review the nominations and stuff. And I guess I I did read some of the nominations, or my boss Ben nominated me, or my, nice. my previous boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I asked him, I'm like, can I read what you? <laughs> but I think you She's know not terrible. So after all these years, and most recently, like the my involvement in training opportunities mm. for other operators, and just um, <clears throat> there's that that I do the trainings at the conferences. But you like have attended trainings, or you've trained others? I've trained others. I attend trainings. I mean. In order to be a wastewater operator in Wisconsin, you have to have continuing education oh, credits. CE shit, yes, mm-hmm. I know all about that. Yeah, and actually, if you're certified in Wisconsin, you're you're better than everybody else because we have reciprocity everywhere. Uh, so if okay. you're if you're a wastewater operator in any other state, you can't just transfer Work into Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Yeah. So it's I don't want to say above and beyond. But I feel like they use Wisconsin as like the the bar. Sometimes, you know, like sure. when they want to impose a new rule or something like this, they, like, if Wisconsin here. can do it, anyone can. Yep. Hell yeah, we can. We're we, Scotty. We can do it. <laughs> Picturing that woman's Ro- lib Rosie, sign. Rosie man. the Riveter. <laughs> yes. With her do rag on. There's not a lot of women in wastewater, by the way. I <laughs> wouldn't imagine. But, but you have to have like every municipality. That has a public sewer. Right. Has to have one. They don't have to. I mean. I legally. <laughs> like you don't just have a pipe running to the ditch. Like the old septics. You oh, know, I out thought in the you farm. were talking about every wastewater treatment plant needs a woman. No, no, no. I would I'm agree saying with that too, every though. municipality. Oh, yes. That has a public water waste. Yeah. Transport yeah. collection system or whatever. Yeah, Olgama has one. Chelsea has one. I mean, dang. The, so you have to have people that work there. So there's got to be a ton of these people. Someone needs all a, over the they, state. They call it operator in charge. Someone needs to you know go there, fill out the reports, kind of monitor things every once in a while. But but they're not always not, all full not every time. treatment plant is you know like we're a medium sized activated sludge. There's treatment plants that are just like you know a a tank like a settling tank yep. and it you know, goes from a septic tank into this tank and then it. Water I, goes to the top and whatever. And now I'm going to sound stupid because I'm, I'm not, I don't Never. really know much about every type of treatment plant. You know, okay. eventually someday maybe I'll okay. know well, a little bit more a about goal. Other, yeah, 2022. Mm-hmm. Learn a little bit more about things outside of Metford. But, What's uh, the point? Um, It's like on a weekly basis, I probably get one or more calls a week from other treatment plant operators or laboratory technicians, and they're asking me, you know, like they'll call the DNR and ask them a question, and the DNR will be like, that's a good brick question. And then, <laughs> then they're like, you know, so then I get calls. Send it and off it's, to and you. it's like, I love, I love being that 
being able to help other you know people because sure. like I started like why reinvent the wheel like where when I oh, first sure. came on board it was like you know I remember calling people to ask questions and now I'm that person people are calling and it feels mm-hmm. kind of good and I feel like you know and I'm not a I, I don't have a degree in chemistry or biology or anything like that I've learned everything that I know for the most part through training things yeah, yeah on the job so like when I give you an answer or I tell you how to do things like if I was talking to a chemist or biologist or someone, they'd probably be like, oh, <laughs> sure. "Who is this chick?" Yep. But I'm not gonna tell you what you need to know how to do it, and like that's, that's some all of the you need to know. Like, best advice. Because sometimes you don't need to know why you've you're doing done something. it. Yeah, you, know, you just do it. Yes. I'm gonna, if, t- I'm gonna tell you how to do it correctly. If and how that's to, like, all you need is the answer. Yeah. Then that's all you need. I don't need the why. What? <laughs> Are you singing? Yeah. Have you listened to the new 94.7 radio station? Yeah. They got rid of rock, and they were playing some bangers now the other it's, day. it's kind of just like uh, the Big Cheese, sort of. It it, kinda... That's their competition, according to their Facebook page. Well, but they're very similar. They play it's, the varieties like that. It's like the Medford station. Yeah. But good. <laughs> I, I like it's a listening variety. to the Medford station. I can't. They'll play the most random, I but love not that. only random, like songs I've never heard before. Yeah, one minute you can be listening to Daughtry, and the next minute you're listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. And like. Elvis, <laughs> and then like it's the most random, but it's always weird songs. Like just play songs people know, because you have sixty years of music to play. You don't ever have to play the same song more than once a month, and you'd still have nothing but good songs. Have you ever? Why play these terrible songs? Well, have you ever? Been interested in being a radio DJ, or I mean, uh, when I worked, that seems like you got you got a good radio voice. When or, I, what you got a good radio face? What, yes, and that's it. And then I decided to do video. You're really techy, and I when I worked at Sears in Eau Claire when I was hungover all the time selling TVs to rich people because the first flat screen came out when I worked there. It was a Panasonic plasma. And it was twelve grand. That's how old I am. Um, and some lady came in and she was buying like. 15 boom boxes and back when they still had like the cassette players in the front and the CD on top. Well, here she was like head of marketing or some damn thing. Essentially, it was like party planning committee for the mother company that owns like 100.7. Like there's six radio stations around Eau Claire. One company like mother owns them all. Mm -hmm. And it was like their holiday party and those were the raffle door prizes, whatever's. And she gave me a card and she's like, oh, if you ever, you know, think about it, whatever, give a call. And I just never did. But I I can't know how they can be so goddamn happy in the morning at, I don't care what time well, I get that's up just there. Their, that's just their schedule. I, mean. I know, but still, I'd want to do, I'd give you a, like from 10 to 2, <laughs> like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's when I'm good, like even during the week. Those are my, I'm going to give you all I got during those hours. I'm tired in the morning and I'm just done after that. That's that's all I got. Yeah, I'm, I could agree with that. I'm I, like 90. I don't need <laughs> 10 hours a day. Ugh. Uh, ugh. Yeah, I always, like, after having kids thought it's a little bit backwards, I would love to, like, just work four hours a day mm-hmm. and spend, like, eight with my kids. <clears throat> now they're in school, and I've been home, like, through, like, COVID quarantines and yes. stuff like that. I, I might retract that statement, like, Mm-hmm. But for the most part, staying home, I kind of got used to it with the kids. I love it, even when the kids aren't there. <laughs> and then well, I can what do I like more I is but when they're at school though. and I'm at home, and they're yes. at school and I'm at home, and 
Yeah, well, because then you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. Because yours are, mine are, well, 13 and almost 10. Right. So, mine are even when they're five there. Five four, 18 months apart. I don't see them. <laughs> I'm more of a referee than a parent these days. But. Oh, God. Boys finally stopped beating the shit out of each other. Because otherwise it was like a dog. Like, if it's too quiet, something's going on. Right. Because one of them has almost choked out the other one. It's ridiculous. Now, my next question is. Um, do your husband, Pete, Peter, <laughs> does he go by Peter? I call him Pete. I Pe- think Petrick. That's what he should change it to instead of Patrick. Petrick. Petrick. <laughs> uh, I call him Pete. I think other, he goes by Peter or Pete. Peter. I don't even know what he prefers. I can't. In the nicest, nothing to do with him since I was born. Maybe it's like the six year old boy in me. I can't say the name Peter without smirking. <laughs> Because it's just a funny name. It's Peter. Um, <laughs> anyway, wow. Um, he's big in on the store out there. Mm-hmm. Family run store. And I was thinking, I don't necessarily want to work for someone. But like extra income is always good. Mm-hmm. If they're ever in need of a consultant. And I've offered this to people. And I might have even talked with you about it off air. I have no problem like breaking up with someone for someone, <laughs> for firing someone for someone because I have no stake in it. Right. It's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. I haven't worked with this person for 10 years. I don't know them. I come in, open the briefcase, open the file. They're gone. And th- that'll be $200. It's like the consultants. There's always I've always heard that term and I know none of them personally. But to me, it's just someone... A consultant seems like somebody who read a couple of articles online and like, I know about this. I can tell people what I think. And then a company pays you ridiculous money and you go see what they do day to day and just tell them what you think they should do. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I wouldn't even have to tell them to do anything different at the hardware store. Just be like, there'll be, you know, like 1500 bucks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So if he's open to that, you know, pass pass that along. I kind of like. That just kind of you just like melted a lot of ideas in my head. Like first, I'm thinking of like an attorney or someone who goes and serves someone papers. You've been served. You yeah. Know, flip up your briefcase. But that, you're being fired. Yeah, fired. You like you know what? Um, I was talking with Samantha, and I'm sorry, but it's just not going to work. Uh, we've scheduled a time this Saturday from like ten until four or five. Let us know when you're done for you to come and get your stuff. Um, and please, you know, give it a couple weeks before, you know, if you're going to make any contact. I feel like I just got fired. Yeah. That was very professional. Exactly. But then you're not like, if you're going to throw shit around and get pissy and do stupid shit, they don't have to be part of it. They're going to get sucked into the crying thing and then feel bad and then take you back. And then a, a month later, you're back in the same boat. You can avoid all the unpleasantries for a small fee. Have you ever been fired? No. I usually get to the point with a job where I'm sick of it before they're sick of me. Right. And then I leave. I've never been fired either. So no. I wonder like how it feels. And I mean, not not to as a pretty sensitive subject. I've, you know, on, on if you're unless your boss is horrible, like your immediate boss is terrible and they're in control of hiring and firing. If you get fired, that's your fault. Right. As far as I'm concerned, that's. I don't even know what else to liken it to. Bitching because you got a speeding ticket. Were you speeding? Well, yeah. Well, 
you were then okay. You can't, you know, like, yes, I'm There's... going to, when I get a speeding ticket, I'm going to bitch about it. But I was speeding. So if I don't show up to work, if I'm doing fuck all all day and working overtime and not doing anything and I happen to get fired. Right. I'm going to bitch about it because I got fired. But I was, there's a reason for it. Right. I just don't, I mean, like you said, then no one gets disgruntled, starts throwing shit around. It's like, yeah. I don't know how disgruntled you'd have to be to start throwing shit around and there's like breaking pe- things that you're going to have to end up fixing or paying for later. People who are like that anyway. But I would do it like <clears throat> where I would call them at like 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Ruin like, their weekend. Like after, Way to go, Joel. Like after brunch. Asshole. Everyone gets fired at like 4.30 on a Friday anyway. So their whole weekend is shit. Nobody gets fired on a Monday. They well, want to get their weeks of work out of There could be a silver lining to that. Your weekend is shit or it's an excuse to drink. You know? Go on a rager. Yeah. But nobody's going to get fired at 10 a.m. on Monday. They want to get a full week's work out of you because they know they're going to have to train someone else. So everyone always gets fired on a Friday or laid off. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But no, I have zero problem. I wouldn't cave under the pressure. Someone's ugly crying because they want so-and-so back. Right. Like. People get sucked into that if they're there. You don't even have to be there. Just tell me where they're going to be, and I'll handle it for a small fee. Fired, breakups, uh, even like uh, uh, the opposite, like approaching someone about a job. Or if you would have interest in this person, like pull up their Facebook. What do you think? Because this gentleman would like to have dinner sometime. What, What works for you? And then set it up. That's more or less of that. And more of the uncomfortableness of the firing and the right. breakups. Yeah, that's, I mean. I could do that. I used to work with Pete before we were married. I When we were just dating, I'd work. Yeah. Um, I had off work at 2.50, 3 o'clock down at the treatment plant. So, like, I'd go work 3 to 6 at Kling Biles. And, sure. Um, and it, it was fine. And I worked every other weekend and stuff. But it seems it, very. Uh, then I started getting, like, really lazy there. And it'd be, like, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock. We can't pay and I'd you be like, for this anymore. Nobody's. Coming in, like, it's <coughs> slow, it's dead, it's boring. Mm-hmm. See you at home. And I just leave. <laughs> like. <clears throat> I think it seems very relaxed there. Oh, yeah. He's Every time good. I walk in, there's some people, uh, Jason and uh, that whatever the young gal's name is that usually works the register in the front. They're just Journey. putting paint away. Yeah. Or Stu's sitting there, leaned up against the counter, yeah. eating his popcorn. I didn't know until they must have been doing something different or I just... It pisses me off because I never see anybody's stuff on Facebook. Right. Like I see the same same three people uh-huh. and it pisses me off. But someone that I was friends with must have commented. So I saw the post something about like employee spotlight or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I didn't know Stu's name was Mike. Yeah. Until that was like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I've known him for 10 years. Him and my old man used to go drinking a pop belly all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, But Yeah. It yeah. just seems Mike very Studinger, so it was like just mellow Stu's and relaxed. Probably you know the first three letters of his last name, but yeah. at one point Pete's uncle Mike Klingbeil also worked there, so you can't have two Mikes, so one needs a nickname. Oh, but true. Well, Stu, Stu's, Stu's like, um, yeah. he's probably the longest employee there now. I mean, he's I think he's nearing retirement, but you he's know, gotta be. When I worked there, um, I that's kind of something that I did too. Like if you look back at the Klingbell Lumber page long enough, you'll yep. see that I did that once at one point. Um, the but it's fascinating employee that employee spotlight. Yeah, thing. There's employees that have been there for 25 years, and it's kind of what what sets Klingbell Lumber apart from other, um, like, not to. Bash Big Menards. box things. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I guess I don't give a shit if I bash Menards, but so um, <laughs> have at it. You walk in there, 
And you ask, you know, the first person you see, Ugh. like, hey, where are your vinyl window blinds? And they'll be like, I, it's a high school student who just has worked there, you know, three months. And I find whatever. the oldest person, mm-hmm. man or woman, that I can find in the store. Mm-hmm. Because guaranteed, either they know it because they've worked there forever. <clears throat> or they know where it is because they know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. Because they're 75 years old and they've used it before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so frustrating. Yeah. Most of the time I can find stuff, but something specific, electrical, I got to go pick up for my dad or whatever. Yeah. If you're under 25 years old, I don't even bother because right. I know more than you mm-hmm. about this. That was one struggle when I worked there. You get the weekend people that come, the DIYers, and they yeah. come in and they're like, I'm building a, um like, flower box and what what type of screw should I use to fasten it to or mm-hmm. you know what kind of bracket and I'd always like look around like um where's Stu or <laughs> you know like Somebody. someone else yep. that can help you like I call myself a DIYer too but I'm not gonna you know some of the things I do I probably wouldn't like suggest other people to do but if you're doing it but yourself that's the thing about cling bios you can go in and you can tell them you're researching yeah you can go in and tell them exactly what you're building and they like Aside from building it for you, which they will also build it for you if you want. You just, you know, you pay for labor and the materials and stuff. And then anyone I've ever asked there, anyone about anything, I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. They all know exactly what I'm talking about or like, like this kind of thing. And I'm like, yep, right here. Like it might not be exact, but it's in the general vicinity of what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because Bill. Yep. That's Pete's Pete's dad. dad. Okay. He years ago. I don't know if he remembers it to this day, but I think I was still married at the time. They were real pretty. I don't know if they were the black ones or the cherry wood, like big bookshelf JBL speakers he bought from me off of like Craigslist or some damn okay. thing. Because I just emailed back and forth at the time before mm-hmm. Marketplace. And then he showed up and I was like, oh, hey, you're the Klingbile guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm hey. always curious if he still had them because they were very nice. Oh, I could look next time we're over. I'm sure they're in his basement. He, had the, he, he just has his... two speakers, and I think he said he had a record collection, and yeah, his went he's got to a shit very or something. Big record collection. Um, have you seen Have you seen Peter on uh, Peter on on the news? No, he's got a commercial out. What? Yeah. See, that's another reason why I wouldn't be able to do the radio thing because I can't do. If you listen to any radio station, the DJ people do the goofy voices and whatever for the commercials. I can't at some point in an evening podcast, me and a, a guy that I hope to get on here again, um, Mr. Justin, um, we're going to try to do the whole thing with an accent. No matter what it is, and even if we have to change it, just like have drinks and talk about whatever, but with some sort of accent. But that's like as far as I'll go. I can't do Honest Lloyd's used cars like in a cheery Irish voice for the St. Patrick's Day sale or something. I just I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that Pete filmed the commercial. Um, what is on like what station, I guess? Twelve? Nine? Seven, seven? nine or twelve. <laughs> Thirteen. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's channel seven. Maybe uh, I'm bad. I've never seen it on TV yet myself because I don't really watch a lot of regular TV. Nah, like no, it's goes. always Disney Plus or Netflix or you know Streaming the floor something. is lava right now is like their favorite <clears throat> one. But um, so like my so one Saturday morning I started getting text messages from family and friends and stuff like just saw your husband my my grandma's one sticks out just saw your handsome husband on TV and I'm like what and then Pete's like yeah I did a commercial and. 
we're this was over um so like he filmed it or he paid them and said i want to do a commercial for the store yeah. they filmed they yeah. produced whatever yeah. someone from the station came and filmed nice. them and they now it's running on the air you know it's, it's on. i'm gonna have to look that up i'll put the link in the show notes yeah um i could probably send it to you too you should i think i have it um but we so we were in green bay for the packer game we had a two-night stay in green bay and mm-hmm. um i'm like i had no idea so then pete just showed me it on his phone and it is one of those he, he he wanted it to be funny, you know. Sure. Not annoying like one ninety nine rom.com uh, guy, but like yes. He he. Not the standard stiff where it's meant to be serious, sell, but it's awkward. We sell snow blowers, chainsaws, and, and you a have variety. the nine mechanics who don't want to be there. Like, come on in and so- yeah. shop with us, and it's terrible. So when you now now keep in mind when you watch this commercial for the first time, he was intentionally trying to be. It's you supposed know, like, to it's be supposed humorous. to be funny, okay. and you know, like the the phrase is power, 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 power. I suppose because they have the thing, right. yeah. and uh, but then there's like a little section where he's just like reading from a clipboard, like. We also service, you know, like other than the oh, aside the from what they, they sell. sell. Yep. So like there, it like it pains to like him like reading from a clipboard, and it's supposed <laughs> to be dull and boring, you know. And then like back to the intense stuff. But now he's like he's gonna do more commercials, you know, like one for like the power center. Is this this was for the power center? He's gonna do one for like rental and one for his like, idea or yeah, like he he, I don't know what the term is, designed the commercial. Well, or like he, he went to them and said, "This is what I want to do," and they're like, "Hey, what if we did this?" Well, or was it a yeah? I think collab? this first commercial, the guy was like really high energy and like cheerleading for him, and like this would be great if we did this or this and this. Sure. And now Pete is like he found another like something he referenced on YouTube or something, and the the guy is like he's like in his next commercial, Pete wants to be like waving around a chainsaw, like whacking down the competition. <laughs> Now he's hooked. <laughs> he's now he's hooked. See? I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, I want to be in the next commercial. Get him a camera, YouTube channel, all kinds of stuff. Possibilities are opening. Well, you just you mentioned YouTube channel. We just yeah. bought a GoPro. We're going ice. We're big into ice fishing. What kind of GoPro did you get? I don't know. Some one that you wear in your head. Because well, like we're gonna wear we're gonna yeah. wear these GoPros while we're ice fishing now. But what like, is it? I don't is know. Is it an 8, a 9, a 10? I'll text you when I get home and look at it. It's on the counter. I haven't looked at it yet, but I really want to You think get it'd be ex. really cool for um like especially with the boys cuz yep. like now Oh, for we sure. run out to a flag and I'm like, you know, I I'm still trying to teach them how to like set the hook or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like I'll set the hook and then I give them I'm like pull it up now or you know like yep. coaching them. Yeah, so but you can't do all that and have your phone and like I want to oh, sure. I want to capture this moment of like something. Waylon or Alice pulling mm-hmm. up a huge like pike or a walleye hopefully walleye whatever. Is. But it's like so he's like well if we get a GoPro it'll be easy you just mm-hmm. turn it on and we'll be able to record them landing big fish and so he said like, then we can set our own YouTube channel and blah blah. blah. It's addicting. Like, we're gonna turn into <clears throat> like the um, married couple like you betcha couple like. There's a couple on TikTok that just, they're Southern, and he has a really thick Southern accent. And she's not so much, but you can tell she's Southern also. And they just fuck with each other mm-hmm. in, like, 30-second clips, but, like, seriously fuck with each other. Right. There's, like, 400,000 followers. that mm-hmm. Like, it's hilarious because I get my ass beat you do anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just ridiculous shit. 
But people will watch anything, but mm-hmm. anything outdoorsy. Right. I mean, you go on a wheeler ride, you get the handlebar mount, you mount it on your handlebars. Anything you put on there, people will sit and watch. Right. Endlessly. Well, I think it's pretty funny. I mean, I enjoy, of course, you know, the you betcha, like Charlie yeah. Barons and that Miles yeah. guy or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, it's like, but the whole time that I'm watching their videos in the back of my mind, I'm like, but this is real life for us. Yeah, like, they're they're doing it. I'm sure in their in their free time and when they're not filming and like trying to, you yes. know, like be funny. I'm sure they also are enjoying ice fishing and drinking and all yeah. the camaraderie that yeah. comes along with it. But it's like, but we really do this. Like they realize if, that it's strange to everyone else who's not here. Yeah. But it's how we like. That's just what we do. Well, and that's another <laughs> that's point I was it. gonna make. You just mentioned that you're you and uh, Justin are gonna do a show where you're just talking in accents. Yeah, this is funny because um, you know we're from mm. was. Is that hot? No, I got a cramp in the bottom of my foot. Oh, I almost spit my coffee out. Like being from Wisconsin, uh, we have really strong, thick like I don't dialects. Think that I, I do. Don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think, think we... that you do. But my sister lives in the cities for ten years. She's like, yeah, you do. Right. So I think that's funny because if you have listeners that aren't from Wisconsin mm-hmm. or Minnesota or like well, even Canada guests I've had from Michigan. San Diego or Washington or whatever, and yeah, I was like, sorry about the accent. Apparently, I have one, and they're like, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny. I'm one like, time no. I I was calling. I called a. It's like hot company. It's a lab. Oh. That's where I buy like some of my lab stuff, and that's based out of Colorado and. I was talking to the guy and he was like, he goes, I, he goes, I just want to mention, he goes, I'm originally from Anago, Wisconsin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Like what, how'd you end up in Colorado or whatever? And he's like, well, I just want to say, you know, be, I grew up in Anago. You have the worst <laughs> Wisconsin dialect. Like it's, he's like, I'm struggling. He's like, excuse me, but I'm struggling to understand you some, like somewhat oh, because geez. yours is so th- thick. Yeah. I was I took that as a compliment. I don't know. Because to me, yes, there's things that we might say are certain vowels that sound a different way or whatever. But it's not like in the Bayou, Louisiana, where it's half French shit and you can't understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same thing. I I don't know. I don't I don't think it's that difficult. I don't think I have an accent. I think it sounds funny or entertaining to people listening to us. I hope so. I hope they're getting a good laugh at this. <laughs> Laughing right at me. Yeah. But yeah, GoPro. Yeah, GoPro, ice fishing. Um, Well, actually, because I've been watching the the You Betcha stuff, or Mm -hmm. I have, they have, so like, we have a nice castle, fish house. Yes, you do. Yeah. That thing is pretty amazing. (laughs) We're going to actually be selling it. Um, well, you know that. Because, oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, so any, yep. anyone in the market for a 22-foot ice castle with a slide-out, um, it'll be going up for sale. I foresee 90% of the people who listen Googling ice castle because <laughs> they're picturing a castle made out of oh. ice blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. An ice fish, a mobile ice fishing shack. A fish house yeah. uh, that you can fish in and camp in. It's like a camper like the, and an enclosed trail. Yeah, that has the crank down shit, right? Like where we have hydraulics right and this one we won't oh, be cranking anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but like their motto is like you can camp in a, or like you can camp in a fish house, but you can't fish out of a camper. You know, like. I, oh, it's sure. way catchier than that, but. I think, yeah, so it's I think a you've year nailed round, it. It's a year-round RV. That, and I'm sure you can build them and design them. Even if you don't, don't like ice fishing, you can get them built without holes in the floor. But, I mean, if you're going to camp if, or if you want to live in it full-time. And there's 
like covers for the whole like you don't just yeah. drive down the road there's holes in the floor no, they're like openable covers. they're closable because yeah. again i'm picturing mm-hmm. people listening like what but yeah yeah but uh so they got this bush light ice castle and they got this promo going on now like you have to tag them and you know like oh, enter to yes. win yep. a week-long northern minnesota ice fishing trip nice. out of the you betcha or the bush light mm. ice castle and uh, we actually have a northern Minnesota fishing trip planned in February. And our friends that we go with to the northern Minnesota lakes, they just sold their ice castle and they don't have their new one yet. They might not have it in time. So this weekend when we're ice fishing, I'm like, we're just going to spend the whole time like making or taking pictures and trying to like win this Oh, trip sure. Tagging because then you get an then, entry. Then if they get if they win that and their ice castle that they have purchased on order isn't there yet then they can use that ice castle while we're up there it's like well it's win-win so i've just been like thinking all like the last two days like oh i know what we could do and you could even even if you have shit from past trips all you need is the picture if you haven't posted it just repost i could come up with some better stuff though Well, well you can but i'm saying for more entries if you have pictures from last year when you're ice fishing, right. just repost them, tag them in it, and there's an entry. I think some, you already have. I think pictures. some videos would be even, you know, like with bo- your GoPro. Boost your post with the GoPro and That's like right. do a video of something. GoPro. And I'm gonna so tell like, you stay right tuned. now, watch. It's gonna fucking annoy the shit out of you on your head. Mm. It's going to. The what I got for the boys with mine, I got an actual GoPro, and then I got just a cheapy one for Nick because he falls down. Um. <laughs> It looks like a, one of those underarm like gun holsters. Okay. But it has a flat piece of like soft plastic mm-hmm. and it mounts right here. Okay. So like when we go to Devil's Lake or whatever, he's always looking over the edge and the bands are little tights or loose, so I don't want them to fall off. Right. But it just straps around like suspenders and there's a thing on your chest. How good it would work with a coat? I don't know. Because yeah, it's know. adjustable. We'll, we'll but then it's it just right here on your chest and your hands are free, your head's free, yeah. whatever. And he likes that when we're climbing around on the rocks at Devil's Lake and yeah. stuff. Well, hopefully we actually are, you know, have the opportunity to use it while we're landing fish. But otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, we'll figure out. And okay. just there's 7,000 different YouTube videos because there's an infinite amount of settings in there. And you'll get it and you'll be like, oh, this looks like shit. Well, you know how good I am with technology. You are a tech whiz. Yes. You're basically so. like... A mix of Elon Musk and Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just watch a couple videos on like winter settings for GoPro because it's really bright outside um, and it's all touchscreen. It's easy. I'm guessing you have a 10 if you got a new one. Who knows? Lucky dogs. Who knows? It's like when you own an ice castle, that's just not enough. Once you get an ice castle, then you need, you know, like it just doesn't stop there. Like then you're, you're constantly buying stuff and then it's probably for any hobby that you're in. Yeah. Imagine having like like 15 hobbies like me. That's why I'm broke as fuck. You can't just have like the run of the mill rattle reels. You got to have, you know, like the Northern lights Mm -hmm. and you got to have the aqua. Beaver dam tip down or tip up. Can't use fleet farm tip ups anymore. Now we're up to, you know, we've got the beaver dams. Mm -hmm. That was, I mean, they are really nice. Yeah. And, but you know, you got two. Yeah. Big screen TVs in the Ice Castle that you're going to, you know, you're very familiar with my electronics it's, in the Ice Castle. Yes. But it's like you got the Aquaview camera. It's like you got to, and then, you know, these, a Vexar, you know, there are all up to like a 
FL something. Oh, yes. Like, there's a, an FL8 works just fine or whatever, mm-hmm. but no, like, I, I prefer a Vexlar. I got an FL28, 20, sure. whatever. Well, my husband, he went through, last year he bought a Garmin, and he okay. used it for a few times, and then when we went fishing in Minnesota, his friend Mark had a, a Hummingbird. So okay, he liked the optics on the hummingbird better. Sure. So then you know, and these things aren't just you know. Oh, it's not like twenty five dollars. Vexlars are like seven hundred bucks. Yes, this any is, of that stuff is ridiculous. But it's not just that. Then it didn't stop there. Like you got the hummingbird thing. Because that you're well, talking the actual camera, or is it like a side sonar? This is like it's the sonar one. Okay, and whatever it is, I or so I thought it was just sonar. Because you can use it in your boat too, which oh, is yes. good. Yeah, I mean, we can take it off and put it on. Mount the, boat. the little transducer yeah. thing on the. But boat. then, then you know, then it was like he got like three different things that go along with this thing. So now, you know, he can. The fish are just gonna jump like, out of like the holes. It's like a submarine. Into... It's like yeah. constantly moves around, and he can. It, it was so crazy, and I mean, I, I'm picking on it because I mean, he spends a lot of money on all this shit, and like our. Other people I tell about, like, so do you guys even ice fish or do you just blow the fish out of the water with yeah. all your electronics? It's like, well, this is what's funny is because he doesn't really leave the ice <clears throat> shack anymore. He's he's permanently fixed to the couch and jigging. And uh, <laughs> last week while we were, like, COVID That's isolating funny. out on the lake, he pops his head out of the ice castle and he's like, big fish heading to that tip up. I look back and the flag goes up and that was a 22-inch northern <laughs> that we caught. And I was like... He can see just watching it on. He the, can see mm-hmm. my bait, you know, like he can see that line in the water. He can see like the bait, and then all of a sudden, you know, he sees, it's kind of like battleship. You know, the bigger the oh, the sure. bigger the, the blip, blip. Yep. the bigger the fish, and he's like big fish. I've never when I lived on the lake, we would go just drill a couple holes and throw some, uh, make a fire, put some tip ups out, a couple hours maybe. That was it. But there was, I've never used, on a boat if I've fished with people, where they had the, I don't know what the proper term is. The little sonar, like depth. Yeah. You know, it shows if it's hard bottom, soft bottom. Or a log. And then the fake little <laughs> fish things on, yeah. like how deep they are, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I always thought it was funny. They put it in the back of the boat. <laughs> you think you put it in the front so you see what's coming. Right. Um, but never used anything ice fishing. Like any, I've seen them used and I've just, you know, went and BS with people at different fishing contests and whatever. We used to take the kids and just drive to uh, Isidore when they have theirs. Oh, Because there's some yeah. people that we were out there that there I knew. We just went there on Sunday. There's one, was that last weekend or this weekend? There's one coming up in Phillips for their winter fest. So. That's this weekend. You going there? No, we, I was going to, oh, you know, because my, my aunt has a place on Wilson Flowage there. So mm. and you can fish all the chains up there. Yes. But we decided. tour and all that shit. Yeah. We would, I mean, I would like to go and experience that and then fish with my aunt because she's a hoot. And she also, she's like the fishing queen, Lori Jean, the fishing queen. Um, <laughs> well, it's a good thing that's her name then. Well, Lori Jean goes with anything. You know, you can, true. the queen, Drink Lori Jean, machine, she yeah. can put anything there, the queen. That's true. So, um, no, we decided to go out of town. We're going to try a new lake. We were going to go up to Minnesota, but I mean, four or five hour drive. At least, yeah. For two nights and... Um, even though we have our out-of-state license and stuff, uh, mm. it's just so we're gonna try like <clears throat> up near Hayward area this weekend and just oh sure like just get out and experience some new things. Um, it's just nice, but yeah, that is this weekend, and then like the Miller Dam ice fishing contest is next weekend. I think all that stuff is like 
later January, February. Just give ice a chance the to ice is safer firm up than, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now tell me about your haven because I need to get up there to experience it in winter. Oh, my God's country in my yeah. in my opinion. Yes. Bayfield, yes. Yeah. It's not I'm not like knocking Door County, but it's just not my vibe. I've never spent much time at either. I just as I told you, if it's beautiful, I want to see it because it's Yeah. I've never been to Cave Point and I've been to Sturgeon Bay whatever right. as a kid and that kind of thing, but we used to have to go pick cherries all day in the fall mm-hmm. uh, with my grandparents and stuff, so I was little then and you didn't appreciate it, but I traditionally will go to like Melon to Copper Falls Mm -hmm. and then we would veer on, I think it's 169 that goes up to Ironwood, Michigan. Okay. There's like, or Hurley. Hurley, yeah. Um, There's like 13 waterfalls along that road on the way up or south, Devil's Lake, Dells, uh, that area. Yeah. So I never, like in high school, we played Ashland and that was like the extent of my (laughs) trips to Ashland. Woof. Yeah, that was a fun Phillips bus ride. Phillips Ashland. Yeah, the world's wor- that's when before they redid thirteen and uh, those joints on the road on the bus. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom for like an hour. Oh, Ooh. isn't Melon is still really bad when you go yeah, through Melon. It is uh, the, right the, on them hills. Yeah, and it's like it pisses me off because mm-hmm. like when we leave Bayfield and we're driving back home, um, the kids might fall asleep before we even get to Ashland, but then they wake up, you know. Yeah. Right away in there. Melon because mm-hmm. it's like so Terrible. bad. And then you like if you've made it through Melon without the kids waking up before you get to the railroad tracks, that's you're as lucky <laughs> as you get. As soon as you yes. hit the railroad tracks, you're it's doomed. You can have the smoothest riding vehicle on earth and it mm-hmm. will wake it up. And then me, if I take the car, it's a fairly stiff ride. Right. And the truck. <laughs> One ton pickup yeah. would just bounce your teeth out I on that stretch of road. It. I can tolerate it for I if mean, you have a trail, like if you're pulling the yeah. castle or whatever, it makes a world of difference. But it still isn't smooth. I could tol. I would rather tolerate the the bumpiness than if they like you know were to redo the road and then it's one lane. The then weight. that would be that would be excruciating because that then you can. I mean that adds an hour to your trip up yeah. there. I had but, a I mean, listing. Look, listen to us bitching. I mean we're so lucky it's to first even world. be able to like drive up. It's first world problems. Right. Like we we have the, the luxury of being able to go visit like two of the Great Lakes yeah. within a few hours. And we're like, two hours? What is it? Two, oh, but the drive. Two to Ashland? Right? Two to Ashland? Because it's two to Green Bay. It's, you gotta be it's about like halfway two hours and 45 minutes to Bayfield. So you got to go up to Ashland and then over somewhere yeah. ish. But when I had, I have a listing, 120 some acres. If you're interested, let me know. Just, just this side of Melon. There's like the corner and then the hill that By goes By the way, the Joel is saying like south side of Melon. South. It's down. Yes. If you look on a map, it's below it because people don't know directions. Um, but when I had to go up there, literally all they had to do was take a couple pictures and put a sign in. Mm-hmm. And they were in the process of redoing all those big culverts. So like one of them was paved over and I was like, oh, cool. They redid the culvert. The next one was just gravel. The next one was just like really shitty gravel. And the next one was down to one lane. And the one before that was one lane the other way because they're those huge culverts. Mm-hmm. So they had it all dug up and I was like, oh my God. And I hit every one at the stop flag because there's the flagman out there. Right. Every single one of them after them first couple gravel ones. And it took probably added 45 minutes to that drive just to Melon. And it was so frustrating. Can you imagine? I'm I'm not trying to be rude on my phone <clears> like <throat> this, but I, I want to make sure I get the, the, the name of the town correct. I believe it is Highbridge. Remember um, when we had like when they got that 
it's like a big ravine and it got washed out because we had like torrential downpour oh, and it was like yes. during the spring thaw and stuff yes. too. So can you imagine living just on like the north side of that bridge that got, or you know, <laughs> that it was washed out. So like, and you just needed to get to like Marengo. Right there. Like you just needed to get right there, but the road was closed and it was like two hour detour. Yeah. Well, there's it, nothing up there. Right. There's nothing up there. Right. But what if it's just like, imagine if you were just right there and you just needed to get to the other side, mm-hmm. but then you had to go all the way out to like 53. Way out and of then, the way. Yeah, yeah. Huge detour. Oh, I feel, I feel, so, feel, I feel for those people. I feel I that to, way. Uh, struggle through that. About some of these goddamn roads, like even between here and Wausau, where it's like a normal country road. I'm driving down like, okay, Google tells me go out to the freeway. And then there's just a roundabout with a fence. Three three posts, like, you yeah. may not enter. And it's, I'm like, right there. I bet you I could take that yeah. ditch with the truck. I know I could make that ditch <laughs> with the truck. Just, it's it's 10 feet away. I know. And you can see it on the other side. That's where I need to get to. Yeah. So then you go back, country mile this way, country mile that way, find mm-hmm. an exit. Ridiculous. I ran into a lot of those back in my day. there's people's houses right there. Eating cows. So, yeah. You know, they got to like, go way back. The, this farmer lived on this street, and then like you just needed to cross twenty nine to get to the other side twenty nine, but you had to go all the way mm-hmm. back to H and find stuff. an yeah. egg a crossroad in there. Oh, the the first world problems of cow breeding days. Ugh. I, that <laughs> never ending supply of shoulder length gloves. Uh, <laughs> I came, remember that. Came in handy at hoed egg. Oh, <laughs> wow! Some wild nights. Oh. Well, I guess you've probably never been to Hodeg, but Neil it was Ma- one time. Neil McCoy is like, you know, he used to be the heartthrob of Hodeg, but when Neil McCoy is playing, people blow up the shoulder length gloves and they wave them in the air. <laughs> so that's why I said it came in handy at Hodeg time. But but back uh, to Bayfield. Um, <laughs> I was at Hodeg to interrupt you one last time. Maybe not one last time, but again. One time, my folks took me with, probably never again. I think, I don't know if my older sisters were with or not, but it was the year that Friends in Low Places came out and Garth Brooks was the headliner. No way. And by the time he came on, I was fucking done Mm -hmm. because it was hot as shit. I was late elementary school, early middle school, maybe. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, like, cool. I heard it on the radio. It sounds better on the radio. Can we go home? (laughs) Wow. Yep. Yeah, that I was love it. Hodeg. That was the last time. I feel like I've seen so many people at Hodeg that there's a lot of people like, from here that go. Say you get um like Blake Shelton, he's been there, or Joe Nichols has been there. Like these, they're like more famous now than they were when they were at Hodeg when sure. I saw them. Yep. But then you get, you know, so it's like you don't really get those huge headliners anymore. But when you do, it's because they just love Hodeg so much and they love oh, the people. Sure. So it's, it's like a... they're like. Absolutely, I'm gonna do. It's like you know, maybe maybe not their best payday ever, but they yep. enjoy coming. It's and- a fun thing, and I can't imagine because it seemed like there was a million people there when I was there as a kid. Oh yeah, but that was early nineties. Hats off to the people that organized that. So the, I can't the, imagine the what it looks like now. Here. You know yeah. what I mean compared to what it was twenty five, yeah. thirty years ago. To get uh, to get those artists and draw them to a small town Wisconsin, like well, it's got to be rock a challenge fest, in itself. Country fest, yeah. country jam, hodag. The any amount of that people stuff. it takes to organize those things and actually just get us part, you know, get Do us it. some of those artists that come here. There's one in Antigo or outside of Antigo, Antigo, as the foreigners say, that has been getting bigger. That actually the last couple of years had some pretty big names, and I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. 
I want to say FUD Fest, but I'm not sure if that's that it or not. That sounds... That's a thing, but I don't know if that's the one that I'm talking about. But anyway, it's, it's getting... Right. It used to be just a couple dudes with a couple bands and some campers and whatever. And now it's like last year they had like 10,000 people or yeah. whatever. Well, like is a Northwoods rock rally still going on? Isn't that in like... um? That's in the middle of nowhere yeah, somewhere. somewhere near Jump River. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of the town. Sheldon? Oh, yes. Because Sheldon is in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Last thing. And then Bayfield. No, Bayfield. Oh, I was just going to mention one more Go time. We're, now I'm on Rockfest. I'm going this year. I bought Pete tickets Ugh. for Father's Day last summer. And uh, it was like, I I was happy to, you know, be able to give him something he really wanted. And it was a surprise. And my brother-in-law was allowed to go as well. <laughs> my sister and I discuss it. Well, it's just so challenging because it's the weekend after Hodeg. So it's like two oh, weekends in a row God. of okay, putting sure. yourself through all that. Yep. But the lineup last year, like Corey Taylor and... Um, Bad flower, like my two favorite people, and it's like, how is, and I've, I've, when Corey Taylor's close, we always go and see Corey Taylor whenever he's close. Sure, and I love him, Corey Taylor. If you're listening, I, can't, I hashtag Corey Taylor. Um, but so it's like, oh, you lucky. I wonder what kind of lineup they're gonna have this year to even compare to that for my taste. I should say there isn't. Even I've seen people posting from this one that's gonna be coming up in Vegas. And like the whole band poster is full of names. And then I saw a bunch of other posts like with the actual bands, like tagging other bands. Mm -hmm. Like, surprise, I guess you're playing Vegas. Like the promoters just added a bunch of bands to it. Like they didn't even know that (laughs) they were going to be there. And I was looking through it and I was like, you know, if that was in Marshfield, I might go. Right. If it was in the cities, there's nobody on that poster. That I would rather see versus like watching a movie on my couch. Right. There's just not. There's very few and far between. Probably because I'm old and I like sitting on my couch. Right. There's not many people that I would be excited, pay money, and go somewhere. Right. To watch. That's like the last place I'd like to go for a concert is Vegas because if I'm going to a concert, I want the concert to be like the main attraction. I'd be so distracted by Vegas. Well, it was somewhere. It was maybe there was a Vegas address, but it was some like out rock that in the desert or so, like it had some amphitheater. It was like out of almost like Alpine Valley. It sounded like hmm. where it's just a, a big grass hill with the stage and shit at the bottom. But there was God, there had to be. 55 bands on it. If I see it again sometime, I'll text it to you because it was a ridiculous amount of bands on there. And I was like, a 12 hour, what are they each playing one song? <laughs> like, there's no way you'd get them all on there. Right. But it was, there was nobody who, I was like, okay, you know, a couple songs, mm-hmm. fine, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, band, ba- now, so like, let's, let's get back to Bayfield. Band is the reason I originally fell in love with Bayfield. Ba- uh, I was in Which band. Band? Oh, I'm guessing. I, I joined band in sixth grade. Oboe? Clarinet. Yeah, close. It was yeah, a woodwind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I. <laughs> My when... sister played the oboe. She listens to this, Tara. Fuck you in that oboe because it is the most annoying instrument on earth to listen to someone practice when it's on its own. Okay. This squeaky. It's not an attractive instrument on its own. Okay. I love you, Tara. I'm just kidding, but I hate your fucking oboe. Okay, go ahead. So then you get into high school, and uh, 
of course, I was in marching band and pep yeah. band and polka band and polka band. Oh yeah, I was. In I went polka to band a state solo ensemble like four years in a row for the clarinet. Band. I played every instrument. In You're polka like band that I'd... John Candy. My sister played the trumpet and I played the clarinet. So like we never liked practicing our own instruments at home. So like I'd always practice her trumpet that and she'd hurts. play the clarinet. That hurt when you're not used to it. Yeah, I played the trumpet you're not in used to it. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Get, I had the trumpet. Your lips get tired, or and then I got braces. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So though, I was like a multi-instrument person. You're a musical genius. Yeah. You just, could play the. You could do the theme music for Klingbiles in the commercials. Yeah, I guess I could. I think Boom. if you if you start on piano, like take piano lessons, and you learn to read music, I think playing instruments sure. just are easy. I know. If you I, can read music, I can play Three Blind Mice on the piano. Okay. That's it. But yeah. I have no idea how to read music. Like, yeah. I know the bottom is low, and then the further you go up is high, but I couldn't tell you what right. A, B, C, any of that shit is. Right. I, like, thinking back to it now, it's like riding a bike. I see the note on the paper. I just play it. I, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you what staff position it is sure. either anymore, but... Staff position. <laughs> I think that's what you... I think that's what it is, right? I think that might be something else entirely. <laughs> I can't tell you the letter of the note. I can't tell I you can, what staff I can just play it. Right now. <laughs> so then uh, exactly, yes. we go to Bayfield. Uh, it's the Bayfield Apple Fest. Is, and then they, oh, all sure. the marching bands come in from all the high school and marching bands. that's in the fall, right? Yes, it's in like the first weekend of October usually. Okay. So that's how I originally fell in love with Bayfield. Like, you know, it was kind of a hassle marching band up those hills and stuff. But <laughs> we, sure. the, we would get there early. We would get you know get free range of the the town. Yep. And uh, see the sights and yeah, such. Yeah, see the sights. Get into the touristy stuff, and uh, then you do your marching thing, and then you you know the bus ride home. You're lucky you stop in Ashland and you have McDonald's or yep. Subway. Hardee's at the time was right yeah. on the corner. So then um, when I met Pete, um, yeah. So I met Pete right the year I grad I graduated in 2008, and then I went off to NTC. I went off to college in Wausau. Way down the road. Yep. And I, I ended up meeting Pete like that fall. So my first okay. year out of high school. And uh just, you know, as we were getting to know each other, I I mentioned Bayfield and like, you know, we should go up to Bayfield or we were gonna go to like Duluth Snowcross races sure. together. And I was like, oh, Something we up should, north. I was like, we should get a like a hotel room in Bayfield and uh, you know, then drive to just Duluth from whatever. there. Yep. And Pete's like, Why would we get a hotel room? My parents own a house there. It was like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, if knee. it wasn't already love at first sight, it was like it definitely was uh, now. Love at first so Bayfield it's cabin. So you know, like something that we mutually love. Sure. And Pete's parents honeymooned in Bayfield, you know, like fifty years ago. Yep. Um. So that's why they liked it. So they they owned a house there for seventeen years or so, and then uh, when we all started having children, Pete's sister yep. and I then. We weren't using it very much, so then his parents sold it. I think we went one or two seasons without a house in Bayfield, Ugh. and now they've since purchased another house that family fits compound our, fits our family a little bit better. Yep. So, um, no, the love for Bayfield will be with me till I die. Like I got like Superior tattooed on me. It's I mean, a f- it's a dip. I don't even want to say different area. It feels different. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to Duluth Superior, Ashland, Bayfield anywhere along where the lake is right there. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, anywhere. Uh, Milwaukee, Sheboygan, where the that big water is right there. Yeah. It feels different. You feel closer to God. <sighs> I'm telling you. Like, it just, like, 
we take for granted the things that we have here in Wisconsin, like the Great Lake, the biggest it's, body there's of a reason they're fresh water. They're they not get the average going. lakes. It's right there. Yeah. They're the Great Lakes. And like I, I have other wastewater operator friends that live up in Ashland and they're like, I, I like tell them all the time, like, oh, you're so lucky. And they're like, you vacation where we live. Like, it's nothing to them. Like, maybe. I shouldn't say it's nothing to them. To some people, they it's just another yes. another yep. day, another dollar, like, whatever. Like, for me, it's, like, the time I have up there. And what I love about Bayfield is that, you know, it is it is touristy in the summer. Of course. But I have been there so much that I can find my own things to do that aren't, like, the, oh, that, touristy that, off the stuff. grid. Yeah. And <clears throat> then once tourist season dies, um... A lot of the places are seasonal. You know, they shut sure. down for the... Manakwa-esque yeah. type and thing. And there's the few that stay open. Um, but even when there's nothing to do in Bayfield, I love being there. Sure. Like, it's just right there. Even if I'm not watching TV or, you know, like, I don't need a TV or anything up there. You like, know that you're, I don't want to say on vacation, if I'm just you sitting, know where you are. I'm just sitting on the couch and I look out the window and I see Lake Superior, I'm happy. <laughs> it's right there, yeah. And there's so many pretty things and I'm... Every time I go, I'm still learning and like. Finding. You're not just like, eh, I don't right. want to go. No, I'm, it's not old you to research, you. Research. You look up some of the attractions. So like, yes, you have to be a tourist again, and you got to look things up and like. But of then you go and you visit them, or you know, like the Brownstone Trail, which I found really awesome this mm-hmm. year. Um, in my fitness journey and all my jogging and stuff, like <laughs> I did chuckle at that because I <laughs> run if somebody's chasing me, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Joel, like, check out the Brownstone Trail on on a jog. (laughs) You said something like, oh, yeah, I discovered that when I was on a jog. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, I will, but I'm not jogging. Right. But there's something I feel like you could go there every time and discover something new. And I love it. It just depends on what you're looking for. But I know exactly what you mean about the people who live there. Mm -hmm. Because I've talked to people who live, like, in or around Wisconsin Dells. Not, like, the the whole area is touristy, but not like the water park stuff, like Devil's Lake or Parfait's Glen. You got it on the wrong pipe there or something? <laughs> yeah. Good lord, I heard this gurgle. I'm gonna have to rewind that and listen again because that was pretty. Uh, sounded pretty bubbly. I can turn your mic down if you need to cough. Go ahead, get it out. You're down. I turned you down. You back? I'm back. Okay. Bring the level up there ever so gently. But like, I grew up. From first grade on, so basically grew up in Phillips. Mm-hmm. In every... P. Vegas. In every touristy thing, book, internet search, whatever, where they have like must-see things like in Wisconsin. Must-see A&W. One of the only... That's the best chili cheese fries of mm-hmm. any A&W ever. Um, is that goddamn concrete park. Oh, yeah. It is cool, though. Have you been there? It's something. <laughs> it's to us. It's like okay. Yeah, it's to a, us, it is just that. It's a crazy dude picked up bottles in the ditch, broke them, and made like weird statues with them. Yeah, but it's so cool. Like that's the that's the thing we take for granted. Yes, like, exactly. But, because like, I grew up right ten minutes from there. Pete's sister lives in Minneapolis, and when she she came this summer, maybe last summer, um, just to get away from sure the city folks, city stuff. and the yeah. COVID. Oh, uh, yeah, my sister's there, too. Stuff, I know what yeah. you mean. Um, but she took our nephews there. The, they all went there. And Will and Espen, they thought it was the coolest thing. You yeah. know, like, they don't see that. 
kind of stuff, but because you see it you, every day, every day, yeah, every day. We we just, look we just we just look at it, but you should appreciate those things. I should, but I can't bring myself to do it because it's just it's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like some, I mean, you get up further north. There's Copper Falls. There's state parks all over. Which actually, I want to get a map if I can find one that actually has them all to mount to uh, like a piece of corkboard and then pin when I visit them all. Yeah. But the, you look at them and there's like 67 state parks, I think. And most of the maps, there's like 45 or 52. Like they're just maybe the most popular ones or they don't know if there's a couple other sure. ones. Or So I, can't, I want to find one that has them all or I'm going to break down and just make like I did make this it, shit yeah. and make my own um, because I want to do something like that. I got one for Jen that's... Uh, uh, supper clubs it's got them all sprinkled yeah. all over and then there's numbers <laughs> listed out with the name so you can search yeah. them and then we're going to put it on a cork board and when you go to one yeah i think pin it. in my opinion i think building your own and just putting the pin in when you visit that one would be more satisfying than every time you look at the cork board and see all the ones you haven't been to yet like then you are constantly got that disappointment of like i didn't oh, go there sure. yet well and there's a thing i know you actually win something but there's a state, a thing through the state park that they started last year, the year before, um, because of COVID stuff, and everyone seemed to be like try to book a campsite in one of the state parks. Yeah, they're, like this summer they're already yeah. all gone. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Even if you try to get in in like Holcomb, yeah. you know, like Everywhere. the good weekends are already gone. Yeah, even uh, Chippewa County. Every weekend, you'd be lucky if you get a Tuesday in May. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything's gone. That's but- why I just need to buy land. I need to buy the land. Yes, you do. Yes. Where are we where are we going? I got the ice castle. I have a generator. I can bring my own water. Just find me a nice piece of land. You but know where? You already know where. I like I want melon. like melon. I want like melon. No, I don't want right to don't want to drive base camp. Like for it Bayfield. has to be less than a two hour drive to get there. So like when I'm That's in the vacation than, I can get you there in less than two fucking hours. Well, I'm thinking like <laughs> we'll take the you bike. Know, <laughs> you already know, like jump river riverland. Eh, would that be cool. Few and far between, but yeah. I did have some nice land in Sheldon, actually, <laughs> last summer. Um, you know, to kind of get off of, like, what are the, they call Holcomb, like, Medford West, you know? Sure. But, like, on the river, like, away from the, like... The main... Away from the main Water drags. skiing and whatever, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to be in a big competition who's got the bigger pontoon or who's got the better cabin. We'll know who'll have the biggest pontoon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Peter. <laughs> No, we've got that sea ray. Is it sea ray? I have no idea. I didn't even know you had a boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1977 sea ray. Beautiful lemon lemon meringue or whatever it is. It is so beautiful. Cream cream puff. Funny, we bought that sea ray from the same people we bought our ice castle. So, like, we met this couple in Walker, Minnesota, and we bought their ice castle from them. And then we're we're friends now. Like, we stayed in touch. And because we wired them the money without even meeting them, sight unseen, bought this ice castle. Yeah, we're pretty either trusting, too trusting. Uh, I would say so. Yeah, but then um, if you want to wire me some, I got some. They shit to posted sell, their yeah. this boat for sale, and I tagged Pete because he'd been looking for a boat, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I hope you bought it." So I text Danica, and I'm like, "Yeah, we'll buy the boat." You know, like wire another or send a cashier. And that has a cabin, right? What? It's like a walk down in. No, it does not. Well, next, no, I'm a little disappointed. One. Okay, I need a I need a cabin boat. If I need to change, <laughs> yeah, my trousers. we almost. That's right. You did see our boat. We almost like probably clipped you when you're dropping the kids off. 
back home. We were, we were heading to our friends. Oh, yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Back on my lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, do you know, you must know one of the new people back there? Yeah. Uh, Mike and Megan. I don't know any of the owners of the new places. I oh, just know yeah. all the people. You don't, you don't, you no longer live there. I don't right. any longer live there. I'm still paying for it though. <laughs> um, the people who lived there before all those um, Radetzky houses went up don't. <laughs> They're it, in a. It picks it up, doesn't it? <laughs> They're in a Radetzky house, yeah. Um, don't necessarily. Not that they don't like the people, but they don't like the idea of the Radetzky houses. Because he did that, he put four or five of them up years ago, and then sat on one of them for like a year and a half when 08, that housing crash okay. happened, and then he kind of got a little gun shy, so he didn't do anything until about a year and a half ago. Two went all up. of those went up. There's nine of them out there now, I think. Have at it. The like, eye in the sky. What happens when I want to pick my nose? Can just you just go for it? I'll just blur it. <laughs> I'll pixelate it. I don't have any tissue either. Just have to use your sleeve or a no? It's it's dried. Paper. It's kind of dry in here, <clears throat> so I'm like, I feel like dry. I'm forming crusties. I think it's it's just perfect in here because my house is cold. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I forgot where we were at. We were talking about the boat and your boat, and you want land. Oh yeah. So then when we bought this boat, um, we we always go to. It's my birthday month. June is my birthday month. And I spend several days in Bayfield for my birthday. We golf every one of those days. Sure. But um, so I like text Danica. I'm like, yeah, we're going to buy the boat. We're going to be in Bayfield uh, June, you know, 25th, 6th, whatever. whatever. I said, we'll, uh, we'll come pick the boat up. And luckily, Andrew met us in St. Cloud. So we didn't have to go all the way to Walker. Mm-hmm. So then we picked the boat up in St. Cloud. And then we came over. We golfed in. Um, there's a town... Whatever we golfed in, I feel bad. I can't name drop the name of the town that we golfed in. The the beef sticks, uh, Jim J- Jacks or uh, Jack, Jack Links. Links is there. He has, I just read about that. He has a cabin there. Oh, it's meant Minong, Minong. Yes, that's it. So we golf there, and um, so we get to Bayfield <clears> in this <throat> new nineteen seventy seven, new to us nineteen seventy seven Sea Ray. Um. What would any normal person do but take it out on Lake Superior for its maiden voyage? Yes, the small water. We did it. <clears throat> Let her rip. We did. Put the plug in. That's all I got to worry about. Well, we didn't have a depth finder or anything, you know, like, but it's like, oh. well, what's what's the worst that can happen? We're not going to hit a log in Lake Superior. Put it on a rock. Right. Well, yeah, we tooled down to uh, Washburn <laughs> and ate lunch, and then we went out to Mad- Madeline and had some... Uh, Soft drinks at soft drinks. Tom's burnt down cafe, and then we uh, went back Some and soft drinks. I don't think I've heard anyone call it a soft. drink. Well, you don't drink. drink and drive. No, I'm saying the term soft drink. I don't think I've heard that in 15 years. Other than like most people say, we grabbed a soda, right? Or the old people say pop. I was just trying not to incriminate myself, saying that we <clears throat> then we then we bombed out to Madeline Island and well, got drunk on Madeline a, Island and you, like drove our boat back. Obviously, to had a designated driver. Yeah, I don't drive the boat. I can't do anything boat related, and I need to get better because nautical shit. Yeah, just... I, I need to get better to help Pete get the boat on and off the trailer, <laughs> docking the boat. Like how many like times that. have you almost got divorced 
getting that boat back on the trailer. Once. <laughs> but Once per time getting our, it back on the trailer. In my defense, the- because we are, like, he's not new to boating, but I am. Like, sure. He doesn't trust. Well, for one, I can't back the trailer. So, like, Pete's got to get so out. that's where it needs he's to gotta start. He's got to back the trailer in. Then he's got to get back in. And because I don't, tr- he doesn't trust me and I don't trust myself to, like, drive the boat onto the trailer. Yep. So, like, we are, mm-hmm. you know, like, dragging the trailer or boat onto the trailer. So and you then, have, you're standing on the trailer with the strap waiting for him to get so you can clip it and crank it. he's got to do it all. You don't clip it? You don't stand there or nothing? I, like, help keep the boat, like, centered on the trailer. So this all stems from you not being able to back up. Correct. Can you not back up a vehicle or you can't back up a trailer? A trailer. But I most I recently backed up our ice castle when we were um I had empty the RV the waste tanks on it and um just in the ditch, I assume. No, at the treatment plant. <laughs> I go to the treatment plant. I know you do. But you kinda have to like you gotta pull in and then you gotta like Y turn and it then looks shoot like back a out goofy to the road. Hooey-doo to yeah, get we don't have a really that. awesome uh like R- a pull through RV or something facility, but it's dump free. Station. Dump station is free. Sure. So like we we're not really gonna invest a whole lot of money in an R V dump station. Yep. You're so, not making anything off it. Right. So but it would be conve- more convenient to have it somewhere where it's out of the way of like our septic haulers and our <laughs> actual people that, you know, pay money to use treatment plant. Yes. Uh, so anyways, I, I do need to get better at helping be a, and I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm not your typical woman, but there are still some things that I'm a woman about. Like, I just can't, I can't. Like, so do you, are you unwilling to learn or are no, you? No, I'm not unwilling to learn. Or you just get flustered and you're like, you know what, you do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. I can't. And, um, I have <clears> like, there was one person that was like, um, I, we bought these big landscaping racks for my cousin and he had to help me get them like loaded mm. and trips to maryland medford and back and so every time that i am trying to back a trailer like i have to constantly out loud to myself say left is right right is left and then like left is right right is left so like when i'm moving the wheel i'm thinking you know i have to when i move the wheel left i'm gonna the trailer is gonna start going right oh i always remember it as i picture because if someone's standing there going left or right if it's just the vehicle when you're looking in your mirror, if they're pointing this way, your that's hand. the way the wheel goes. Yeah. If you have a trailer and you need it to go this way, it's opposite. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly what I just said, Joel. Like, left is right yeah. and right is left. That's That sounds like something from Lightning McQueen. Oh, my God. <clears throat> if you're going fast enough left, you're turning right. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm. So you need I'm, to work on backing up a trailer. I do. And, and landing a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm picturing. I've seen several just in there's short so many time other I had things. There's so many other things I can do. There's the things I can't. I, I'm hard on myself about. <clears throat> okay, well, let's get into that. <laughs> do you have a paper list in your wallet? Let's start writing down everything <laughs> yes. that makes me sad about myself. Mm-hmm. Yep, let's do all that. <laughs> oh, Yeah, I got to get up there this summer. I don't think I was up there at all. And I was reading... Because it's so late in the year and it's been so wavy that there probably will not be open ice caves this year. Yeah, it's very rare that they're open. And I've never made it up there at all. Yeah. They were pretty neat the one time I saw them. So in my, like, let's just, what is 2022? I've been going to Bayfield since, like, consistently since 2008. So that's, what, 13 uh, years? years, 
Yeah, 14 years. I've only seen them once. They've only been open like once. That's nonsense. Okay, I, that's <laughs> that noise it probably is inaccurate, but the <clears throat> they're last, not open. It's not like yeah, it's not it's like the Taylor County Fair where right. every year at right. this time you can go. Mm-hmm. I did see they had everything that I'm finding online are like uh, nope, it's not going to happen. But there's an actual like ice cave Facebook page, and they're like yeah, February 11th or something they'll be yep. open for tours. And I was like how. Like, you hopefully playing that by ear because... Well, I mean, sometimes they let you walk out not as far as you need to go, but, I mean, it'll, like, somebody tells you how far you can go and weather dependent. Yeah. But the last time I saw them, it was on um, Valentine's Day. So February, sure. that's around the time that you are allowed to go out there. I'm hoping that it is because this week, obviously, it's shit-ass cold out there. It's warming up a little bit this weekend. Then next weekend's like single digits again. Ugh. So if we get some of that cold, and it's going to be colder up there, that it will firm that up a bit. Because um, I really want to go, especially after being to Cave Point. I got to go up there, mm-hmm. have all my bases covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sound like Switchblade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I've seen that movie in about twenty years. Was that Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, yeah, your afternoon is wide open now because I was going to have you come, like, you know, do all my oh, te- yeah. techie stuff. Oh, yeah, ice cabling of my ice castle. But after all the troubleshooting through, like, King Pro, it's like the actual dish itself. So everything that I was doing wouldn't have mattered anyways. So or even if you had, yeah. Doing. At least you discovered that before. Yeah. Everything got rewired. Before I had you come rewire and make everything nice for its next owner. In a 27 below wind chill. Yeah. The cold doesn't bother me, though. I'm fine with it. I just didn't, if I don't have to do it, why would I want to do it? Right. Get it all fixed up, and then the next day, they'd tell you that you need a, an update. Yeah, but you still have to come over eventually. Like, I don't know how said, clean like, I need to have it, but. 10th or something. Just since, throw shit out of the way. Since you're a realtor, I think. Uh, just do it like I do in houses. If you got stuff like blankets or whatever, throw it behind you, take a picture. Throw the shit over there, turn around, take a picture that way. Oh. You don't have to clean it. You just move the shit, take a picture, and move it back. Yeah. So in your opinion, um My is professional it opinion. in your professional opinion, so <clears throat> like, you know, we're trying to sell this ice castle and should I take all the like booze out of our cabinets? And like would you would you rather take pictures of empty cabinets or like how we organize how we can organize our cabinets? I ain't taking a picture of inside of cabinets. But that's something that's important to ice castle owners is does it have storage? You can see it's a cabinet. Why do you need to see? If I take a picture of a cabinet or a cabinet with the door open, that doesn't okay. doesn't give you. You can't get any sense of scale. Okay. Unless you literally hold a ruler up and then take a picture like, oh, this is nine inches deep. Nice. It does not. Yeah. The cabinet's closed. Just like yeah. you would pic- picture the pictures you'd see of a house. There's none of the fridge open or the <laughs> cabinets open. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Right. Okay. It's a cabinet. There's storage. Awesome. Sure. Okay. That's it. Right. That's it. And it's not like you can't really move the furniture. You know, like some people, like if you're taking pictures of an empty house, it's hard for the buyer to visualize how they, you know, like, so if you can see how they have their furniture and stuff, but. Well, bedrooms are hard because it's a big square room. If you have a king size bed in there, it's like, holy shit, we can barely make it around this. But if it's empty, it looks huge. Yeah. And for like your stuff. The only suggestion I would make is if you do one of, like, the living room, 
take a picture. But then if like the sofa folds out, take another fold that out yeah. and take a picture. You yep. know, anything in both. Mm-hmm. So if the table drops down and the couch yeah. folds out, do both. Take a picture, put them back, take another one. Yeah, the housing market's just crazy. Like, Joel, you were saying that you can't like, you know, no one's, you can't get the listings or whatever. So like, nope. this is this going to be your first time like listing unofficial listing because it's not it's not gonna have an mls but it's like the you're, first gonna, time. you're gonna list a rv it's the first time i'm assisting in the sale right. of an ice castle yeah yeah <laughs> that's accurate i really don't think that it's totally necessary to like go these extra measures i'm taking to sell our ice castle because the used rv ice castle market is just as hot as used, used homes for a used home yes uh, Slightly lived in, driven, NAN 20, miles. 20,000 miles, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so, but I want to, you know, like, I want to be fair with the price, but I also want, you know, to capitalize on the, mm-hmm. on the, on the market, but. Everything. I'm not, Wheelers, I don't want it to, I just don't want it to attract a bunch of trolls and be like, $46,000, I can buy a brand new one for you're that. You're going to get that. Okay, then go build you're, a brand new one because you're going to be waiting 9, 10 months. And you want one now? You're going to get that. No matter what you list, you could list a, a three-pack, one of those canister of tennis balls for 50 cents, and half of the people are going to talk shit about it. Like, right. I, it's just what it is right now. Yeah, you're now. right. Somebody's going to say something. They can't just... Move right. on along. Move along. You're not right. buying it, so why comment? You're broke as right. fuck, Phil. And so I mean, leave them alone. Yeah, the crowd I'm that I'm going to be reaching out to, they already know what ice castles are and everything else, yep. and they are they're, they're are looking big, for them. Yes, and it is a big money investment. But like, if you have a family and you like ice fishing, like you know what it means to you, like to have the ice sure. castle, and it's just you ain't going out there with a four wheeler in a, sh- in a, sh- a shed, a sled. No, and but. You know, we do like before the ice has to be a certain, you yeah. know, oh, quality before sure. we can even use this. So, like, we still do go out in our side by side and pop over. And what do you get for side by side? Uh, thousand XP Ranger with tracks. What? Why did you say, ugh? Because you're so embarrassed it's fancy. Right. Nice. Okay. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we could probably sell that too, but. What? What's next? What Everything's for sale. Everything oh, everything is always for sale. But the thing about selling the things that we have is then you have to wait forever to get a new one. That's well, why used stuff is going, because supply and demand. Like, used stuff is there's so high. There's an enclosed trailer, like I said, four-wheelers, motorcycles, dirt bikes, RVs, anything mm-hmm. is more than you paid for it a year and a half ago, two years ago, five years ago. doesn't matter. Yeah, it makes you feel a little bit guilty about selling it for more than you paid for it, but then you know that you're, you're having Do you a- want it this year? Pay for it. Right. And plus with cost of materials went up, you know, like 13% or whatever. At least, depending so on the material, for, for, but yes. For like the Ice Castle Fish House, we're back to that. Um, gotcha. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm selling it, but I'm also going to be booting like way more money to get- Oh, yes, something else. But this will be our, like, third ice castle in three years. The, the, one, we, the, the one we are currently in, in hopes of building. But that's why, like, I think it's the best route to go is to just custom order one the way that we want it. Because Oh, for sure. Although I love our ice castle now, I you know, like, there's some things that we would like to change about it. So my 
logic is if we just do a custom build, mm-hmm. we'll never have to upgrade again. You're that's saying what you the person want. who's had three ice castles in three years now, you know, but they weren't like, oh, yeah. this one's good enough, or this one might be a little bit bigger, but I wish it was like this. Yep. If you build it, you're not going We're done to upgrading. Have, yes. Right. And it's not necessarily it's upgrading, you, you know, it's just like just a side grade. Yes. It's different. From where you start, and then it's like the next one. You, you know, we we learned after our first one that we needed a bigger one when all four of us are spending four days in it, sure. and we camp in so it. You don't we summer each camp other. in it sure. over twice or triple amount of times as we ice fish out of it. You yeah. know, we use it all year round. Multifunctional. Mm-hmm. So it was the best compromise um, between like I wanted a camper and Pete wanted an ice house, and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> do you compromised and did what you wanted? Yeah. I know how that goes. Can we take a bathroom break? Yeah, we can take a whatever break. Yeah? Yeah. You, you need to make I potty? was waiting for you to you just did. give me okay. acknowledgement that you paused it and that okay. I can like. Unpause. Your back Check. hurts? Check. Yeah, my back hurts. I'm old. My back always hurts. Yeah. Oh. I feel like, well, I, I still am working out with Ashley Daniels, Ray's wife. Um, Raymond's wife and she's an animal and I told my him my hamstrings can't handle some of the things she has me do I to- I begged them for three months like I don't e- I even need to use your facility but can you like write up some sort because if I don't go to the gym I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right but I know how to do the lifts and whatever I was in powerlifting in high school for four years so I understand the theory of it but, like, I just wander around and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do this. Like, give me a plan so that oh, I can yeah. follow and do. And crickets. Hmm. Nothing. Sons of bitches. Yeah, I've got. He's like, just come and use the gym. Yeah. Whatever. I'll let you use it for free. And I'm like, that's not what I'm asking you, Raymond. Right. I'm telling you to ask your wife because that's her jam is yep. to just write me up. Even if it's like, do this for a week, this for a week, this for a week. Right. Like, give me a month worth of shit to do three uh-huh. times three times a week, and I will just increase it. I will pay you cash money for it. I have Crickets. been working out with Ashley for over a year now, and every time she tells me to do something, I'm like, "What? what is that again? Because I have the worst memory ever. They so have... it's like, I've been working out with her for over a year, and you'd think I'd be able to just go to any gym or, you know, like, doors sure. always open there yep. at the alley gym. Um, and it's like... <laughs> The door is always open for me to go there and use it on my own time, like even if I'm not working out with Ashley that day. But it's like, I don't remember what I did yesterday or if I, you know, I'm so worried about, I lift heavy. So I'm always worried about hurting myself too. Oh, no spotter or anything there. Ashley's always watching to make sure my ass is where it needs to be. You know, like. Keep your back straight. Keep your shoulders back. Because otherwise, like, I'm like all macho. Like, I can lift this and then I'll lift it wrong and (laughs) then I'll be like you with a sore back. Yes, every but day. But for me, it's like, you know, she likes to help. She likes to work on lower body and my butt. And it's like my butt is so weak that my hamstrings taking all take, the, in, take yep. in the slack. And so it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays, okay. But then it's like I work out Tuesday. I'm sore Wednesday. It's like I never recover. Oh, sure. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's no pain, no gain, though. Well, that, but at some point you do... And then it comes a weekend and I can't stop drinking beer and this like, you know, that's why, I mean, (laughs) I can tell that my body is like forever changed and stuff, but it's like, I will stop. I'm 
you know, like it's like I'm not going to see any more results unless I start making some lifestyle changes now. Oh, sure. You're at that point where something else needs to yeah, change. I'll always be like as I keep going, like I, I'll be able to lift heavier, or do this or do that. But it's like you're getting stronger, getting stronger. But like if I want my gut to go away, <clears throat> got to get rid of that beer. I don't even drink beer and I got a belly. Got to kind of watch so those carbs. Nope. I That's the one thing I can't do. And I that's eat exa- pasta yeah. minimum once a day. And that's exactly like what I tell her is that, you know, I would rather bust my ass in this gym than at the dinner table because I don't want to be a, have to pass up a, you know, the, yeah. ec- the seconds or I don't want to pass bread. up, uh, you know, we're out of town, bread and butter. get back to the hotel room and want to order toppers. I'm going to do it. Oh, toppers. I'll yeah. just work a little harder the next day. Yep. I just, I don't usually, I inadvertently, <laughs> this is a tough thing to say, I inter, inadvertently intermittent fast mm-hmm. because that's, I'm not hungry in the morning. Mm-hmm. I rarely eat lunch. I eat supper, dinner, whatever you prefer to call it, five, six o'clock, and then maybe 9.30, I'm starving again, so I'll eat an entire another meal oh, of food. that's bad. Eat at 9.30 at night. But then I don't eat again until five o'clock the next day. I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat lunch. I don't do it. I just drink water or coffee. Yeah, but then you, you eat and then you go lay down. And yeah. Puts me right out. Yeah, but you're, but the difference is though, you're, you're a pretty good cook. Like you, there's <laughs> it's probably. It's all butter and heavy cream. Right. Though. There's probably, you know, meals that you make that have cream cheese and heavy whipping cream and two Everyone. pounds of butter and yeah. or whatever. But like you. That's how they actually you, all start. You do nice home cooked meals and, and that's more important. Like your home cooking, you know, it's... Oh, in general. I try to find something that the kids will eat. Yeah. Um, is the tricky part. But they have, like, last night we had, which is probably horrible for you, but I made mashed potatoes, corn, uh, brown gravy, and we made those KFC, like, the potato bowls. Oh, yeah. Mashed potatoes, corn, cheese, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. popcorn, chicken. Famous bowl. Yeah, whatever. And we just did it at home. Uh, so it's not as much processed shit, but Did you shit, use grilled chicken, or did you fry your chicken? No, I bought popcorn chicken and put oh. it in the air fryer because <laughs> I like the crunchy breading. Sure. So, no, normally if I were to do it, I would do thighs because I like chicken thighs and just put it, throw them in the air fryer mm-hmm. or in a pan, I guess. If anything has bacon, I always cook the bacon first and then cook whatever else I'm cooking yeah. in the bacon grease. I, get, I have a jar of bacon grease in the fridge that I use for. Doesn't everybody in Wisconsin? No, you'd be surprised. People never heard of that. Like you probably have a fancy container for it. Mine's Other a, people a, probably have a... It's a salsa jar. Aluminum can that's been cut the top off and you just keep pouring into Campbell's it. soup can. Yeah. No, mine is literally a... Is it a pickle jar or a salsa jar? It's a. It's something else that's it's emptied glass, and washed. something awesome like putting hot grease into it. I know. It's, 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 it's cool. It's exciting and nervous at the same time <laughs> because I pull it out of the fridge so it's cold and then I pour boiling grease into it yeah. and just wait one of these times. Yeah. I think it's more so when it hits the bottom and the bottom is all solidified. Sure. So I'm up halfway. One of these days it's going to shatter and I'm yeah. I have problems, but it hasn't happened yet. I kind of get in this like rut where, you know, not that on Tuesdays I make lasagna. <clears throat> on Wednesdays sure. I make this, but it's like with my family and my kids being semi picky eaters, it's mm-hmm. like I'm constantly making the same thing, but not like on a routine or whatever. I, I And I don't mind trying new recipes but it's just like i hate cooking two meals like if i make something for pete and i and the boys won't eat it and i may know this while i'm making it sure then i still end up making the boys something else and i am i guess i'm one of those parents you know like there are parents out there they're like 
I made this for dinner. This is what we're eating. So my parents did. But for me, it's more important that my kids just eat. Eat something. We yes. sit down and eat together. Like I'll yep. make them something that they'll eat and sit and eat with us. But there's things where I know, like I like this. I know you don't. I plan a second meal because I know they're not going to eat it. Yeah. But usually I have it probably a month out where there's like uh, Monday and Thursday every week maybe. There's nothing because there's always leftovers yeah. or something. But I have cut my grocery bill in half because I just write Sundays this, 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 this. And I don't eat lunch. So during the week when there's school, I don't have to make a lunch. Mm-hmm. But for dinners, I know what... I'm getting for the grocery list and they know ahead of time. And I try to, I have a running list of things that they like. Right. And that's what I try to do on the days that I have them. Yeah. So I only have to make the one. Um, Because what was last night was potato bowl. The night before was the hot beef. Um, Nice beef shoulder in the crock pot. Um, And they love that. So they each had a couple of those. But I plan it out like that. And instead of wandering around the grocery store. With a few recipes in my head as I'm hungry, $350 later and you yeah. get home and it's like, oh, I guess I'll have some chips. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what I just bought. Yeah. I have everything on the list according to the recipes that I had and maybe grab a, you know, one of the family size unwrapped peanut butter cups or something to keep in the freezer for me. <laughs> I've never I've never got to grocery shop like that like I never have been able to like make a list and like so I'm like nice. the person where so nice. at you know 2 30 in the afternoon I think about what do I want to make for dinner I I'm the person that goes to the grocery store and only shops for the meal I'm about to make I always wondered what kind of fucking people this got to be some sort of psychopath because every time I go to the grocery store I have a cart full and I see these people every time I'm there and they have like five things in a basket that's and me. I'm like, how the fuck you shop like that? I go once a week and I'm in and I'm out. And I, because I like grocery shopping, but I certainly don't want to do it every day. Sure. I think, I think it's also because like, if you're the type of person who has their own meats, you know, like you, mm. so like the kitchen sure. is pretty well fully stocked for, you know, we got the meat in the freezer. We got the sides and all that stuff. It's like the few sure. little ingredients that we don't have in the pantry or you know, um, or if you like, you share a recipe on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make that tonight. But then you don't I, then have I just go to the grocery store and buy well, all yep. those ingredients, even if okay. I feel like I have probably three containers of parsley or basil or something in our spice <laughs> drawer because every time there, there's a recipe that calls from, like, do we have basil? And you bu- oh, and then yeah. I, then I just buy it yep. again. I have the same thing with. Uh, I just cleaned out the spice shelf. It's an entire cabinet devoted to spices, but. I think I had three or four. They're the short ones, mind you, with the little red flip top. Um, nutmeg. McCormick. Yeah. Nutmeg. Mm-hmm. I have a cup of nutmeg. I don't know why. Were you making um, like Brandy Alexander? No, what is a, what's a hot? Brandy <laughs> Alexander, a hot toddy? The hot toddy is. No, I do like hot toddy. I have actual real cinnamon sticks for that. Um, and I have, I actually found some uh, ginger brandy. Ooh. So well, we got on a this winter. We got on a kick. They were selling. County Market was selling like the containers of the whipping, the stuff for the hottie, hot toddies. Or, oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we ended up having like three of those half gone in our fridge throughout this season. They're the, very good. They were so good. I have tea on hand. I don't drink it because I don't like it. But my family's brandy slush recipe mm. starts with tea. 
So I always have it because I drink that year round. Yeah. And now County Market doesn't even have a spot for 50-50 anymore. A point of contention. If anyone knows where the fuck I can get 50-50 soda, let me know because Squirt is not the same. No. And Sprite is no. 7-Up is no. I can't find 50-50 anywhere and it's not. It's pissing me off. But anyway, Hot Toddies or Brandy Slush is all I have that for. And it's I've managed to make that bottle last almost a year. For the hot toddies, the ginger brandy, because it was hard to find, but it makes a world of difference. Was it Phillips brand? Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's the Is only there any one other that brand? makes it. No, <laughs> nobody else makes it. Uh, you can get every flavor you want except for ginger. And that's, I can picture the shiny silver Phillips label looks like it was printed in 1978, right. you know, the cheesy label. <clears throat> I think there was a point to that story, but I don't remember what it was. Well, we were just talking about like, when you go to the grocery store and you don't remember if you have basil or not, so you end up with all oh, these, yeah, yeah, like... the nutmeg. Yeah. yeah. One thing, one purchase that Peter had to have um, when we upgraded our kitchen and we we're buying, you know, the Samsung appliances, it Ooh. was like you buy two, get one free. Yep. Not not really, but we ended up getting one <clears> of those smart deal hub, things. Uh, like the family hub Samsung fridge that's got like the computer screen on yeah, the door. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has come in handy while waltzing through the grocery store and you like wonder like, do we have milk or do we have celery or do we have, then I can like go to my app and look inside my fridge from the grocery aisle. That's pretty cool. That's ridiculous. I use Alexa, like add whatever, whatever to the list. Oh. And then when I go on the app, you just go to grocery list and it has everything. And then I'll find all the stupid crap the kids put on there because they know. Mm-hmm. You know, like candy for Nicholas or <laughs> something like that. It doesn't show me anything. But then as I'm going through recipes or I'm like, oh, shit, garlic powder, I'm out. Or I'm going to be out. Yeah. I'm not out, so I don't write it on the list at the time because I'm in the middle of cooking. The next day, I completely forget about it. Yeah. So I'll just say, add it to the list. Alexa is one of those things that she listens we, to we haven't. Yeah, anyway. we haven't yet gotten an Alexa. And I don't know how I, I know how I feel about it. It's like. I don't want an Alexa because they're listening, but it's like also so my Facebook phone. is listening. Your, fa- your phone is all the time. And, yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm being safe because I don't have an Alexa. And then it's like everything else I do counteracts that. Oh, you have a laptop, you have an iPad, you have a tablet, you have a phone. Mm-hmm. Mike's always on. Yeah. But I don't do there's you know, I don't do murder plots in the house, so that's fine. But sure. <laughs> not yet anyway. No. Um, but no, I like the I just discovered the announcement. Where you can, because we have one of the taller ones, and then like two or three of the little dots, the little hockey puck looking ones. And I usually use it just for Pandora while I'm doing dishes and shit, but I discovered on the app, you can pick which one you want, which room it's in, or all of them. And you type a message, and like she'll say what you type. So you could be like, dinner's ready or whatever, and it'll do it on all of them or whatever. So I was driving home when I got the notification. I pulled over to get gas, and I did something. But then there's also sounds you can do. There's like air raid siren. There's fart. There's kissy noise. There's all these different noises. So I was like, hey, Logan, (laughs) did the fart noise. And when I got home, he's like, Alexa was talking to me (laughs) because he didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. So then one of my buddies, I was like, I think he's on there. So I searched him up, and I don't remember what I said. Some, you know sassy message to him and she actually read it yeah like she just says it out loud that's that's just beyond me yeah it's it's like i don't it, ever use it for it anything but i was like oh that's like, cool yeah like older movies that where they have intercon 
intercoms yeah. in the house yeah. and like That's Ferris Bueller's day off or right. something. And now everyone can have intercom in their house. Yeah. If you have an Alexa. I think there's an intercom mode too where you can talk into one and it'll play it out of right. the other one. I think. I don't have the fancy. There's new ones now that where you can do like where it has a it looks like a tablet. Right. Where it has a screen and sure. whatever. Um it I think God four or five, six years. I think it was the first year they came out is when I got the original one simply for Pandora mm-hmm. just to have a Bluetooth speaker to play in the kitchen. And then I like it. I got the lights in the living room and then you have different phrases. So you can say like TV time and it turns them way down in blue Oh, or like dance party and they all turn red or lights on or good night and it'll shut off or whatever. Yeah. Huh? It's something we have the blink security system at home and uh, Pete was saying something about it the other day and I'm like, about it never like how we never have it on. I oh, said, well, sure. why would I keep the blink on like when we're home or like when we're in Medford? Like yeah. we only turn it on when we like leave town. Oh, sure. So it's like I'm weird about an Alexa, but yet I have like an Amazon blink system <laughs> attached to my house. Like probably even worse, right? I mean, probably. it's probably still sharing location and it's everything. Maybe, yeah. Everything. Everything that you do. When you first go through it and there's that terms and conditions, mm-hmm. nobody fucking reads. No. You want to get to what you want to get to your device. So you click, yeah, I read it and move on. All that says in there that they can listen, they can share, they can whatever. Because mm-hmm. that's why something that we've talked about today, I'm going to get messages, ads for like trips to Bayfield or something right. <laughs> on my phone or this nice afternoon. Or Castle Fish House. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. I, by the way, have you got <clears throat> some new ink on your wrist there? A little bit. Let me see it. Oh. Dustin shorted me. Oh, so you're going to go half sleeve, but you started from the wrist and you're going to work up to that line then or what? No, well, the idea was, because I told him to book me, book me, book me, and he kept forgetting. And he I stopped in there one day and he gave me a business card and wrote on the back and said, call Dustin <laughs> to schedule an appointment. And as I was driving home, I was like, motherfucker, I was there. Your book's there. Why should I have to call you to schedule an appointment when I'm standing there? So he said, um, you know, end of December, early January. So it was a couple of weeks ago I called, maybe a Thursday or Friday, just because he never responds to my message. So he called, I called. He's like, yeah, yeah, we got you. It's actually the 8th at 6 p.m. And I was like, oh, good. I'm glad I'm calling and you're telling me it's three days from now. Yeah. Because I have to figure out what the fuck I want. And he was like, okay. Well, originally, I just told him I wanted the other asteroid belt yep. around down here. So in his head, he's just doing a line. I forgot all about that and ended up just, I'm going to do full. So when I sent him the picture, he's like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And it was like quarter after seven, and Alicia called, and I heard him talking or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe a couple hours. Is that okay? And I was like, what time are you normally done? He's like, seven? I was like, it's 10 after seven. Why? What are you doing? He's like, well, I just thought I was doing a line. And I was like, did you literally just schedule me when I called you last Friday and told me to fucking stop in at the end of the day? Maybe. I was like, okay, finish up whatever you're doing. Go home. Yeah. And schedule me for my normal six hours. And then I'll just come back and do that. So he has me down for Tuesday. And we laughed about it because it's 2 2 or two twenty two twenty two, and it's a Tuesday. Um, but no, that was supposed to be all. There's stuff all the way up to the line, and then I got to work out what I want up from there. Um, but that's I just said do the fucking outline, 
and yeah, well, what go, you got going go on? That seems like kind of like my style, like that. Uh, yeah, mandala, mandala, is esque. Well, I like. I also want to get in with him. He's. <clears throat> it's awesome to see how you need to call how him. busy and oh, how much he's sure. involved um, for the community. Really great. Absolutely. Really great to have him around here. Even though he can be a dick. <laughs> so isn't that what you like about him, though? Yes, I mean, it is. From one sarcastic asshole to the next, we laugh. Like he's. It took so long just to do the outline of this because he had to keep stopping, and I don't even remember what we were laughing about last time. But when he did the solar system stuff, that took way longer than it should have right. because he couldn't fucking get through it because he kept laughing, and I don't. I don't remember what it was. And I said, I should just bring the shit in. We'll set up microphones and yeah. just record while you're Do doing that. I need Do to figure out how to eliminate a certain frequency because these are pretty sensitive. So oh. listening with that the whole time would oh, be yeah. very annoying. Or like if there was someone like me getting their hair done next door, you could hear me probably too. <laughs> I had to, took the kids in to get a haircut at Sarah's and she's like, I thought we were there last week. And I was like, yeah. Thought I she's heard like, you. I thought I heard yeah. She was like, you guys got to do something with that. Because that's uh, paper thin. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I don't care, but if after I thought about some of the things Dustin and I were talking about, mm-hmm. if depending on who was on the other side. Oh, yeah, that way. Just because he immediately goes right to the to the gutter with right. just about anything well, that he or says. Because when women are with their hairstylists, or women or men are with their tattoo artists, it's like that's your confidence it's like your bartender yeah, even yeah. though like you might be like first world strangers other than outside of your hair appointments and whatever yeah. like mm-hmm. you you feel inclined to tell them everything you just get the gossip yeah and it's like you don't realize <laughs> there's a couple dudes behind the wall listening to everything you say it's probably not a good thing yeah and these people have to deal with that every single day multiple times a day of people coming in and loading all their shit and like if you're the type of person that harvests other people's grief oh, or sure. drama like so unhealthy for those people to have oh, to listen to everybody else's it? drama yeah exactly no i i don't mind it it doesn't bother me at all i just am of the mindset where like i in the nicest way possible i don't care because there's nothing I can do about it. Right. I can offer you advice, and then you're like, well, yeah, but no, no. that's This is what you should do. Mm-hmm. You're in a shitty situation. This is how you get out of it. You say, no, I'm leaving, and I'm getting out of the shitty situation. Well, yeah, but mm, no. Anything past that, that's on you. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I have no problem with hiring and firing people, breaking up with them and whatnot. <laughs> Are you squeaking the thing? When this thing runs out, we're going to go get lunch. Oh, fuck. I got to go home after this. I can't get lunch. I got Logan at home. Oh. He's got a headache. He's getting mama's migraines. Not oh, as bad I'm so yet. Oh, I'm glad I never, ever had a migraine. She is like lights out in a dark room throwing up for two days if she doesn't take her shot in time. Yeah. And he's not that bad, but he gets them and like you could... He could take a bottle of ibuprofen and it doesn't matter. He still like just has to squint and he was throwing up a couple times this morning and not like no fever, no flu, no anything, just like can't open his eyes, pounding headache. So um he was sleeping when I left and I imagine he'll still be sleeping when I get back. But he's thirteen. Yeah. So I don't feel bad no, leaving but him at still, home alone. No matter the age, just a kid at home, that's kinda like what you need you just you know oh, yeah. you wanna be there. Even if you're just gonna lay on the couch next to him or I give a fuck if I'm there or not. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I had to go. Okay. 
So if you need something, we have the Grandpa Jim meals that he loves. My dad makes about three different things, and that's all he eats. Did but, your dad move here now? No. You're in the process of moving him? Or he's like- looking for something dirt cheap. Or he's going to build a tiny house at his land north of town. Why don't you have him buy my ice castle and he can live in this ice castle? Because that's about twice as much as he wants to pay for something. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> but it's not what it was 25 years ago. You're not. You're literally not getting a house for $40,000. And if you are, you don't want to go into it. Right. Because I looked at one that was twenty nine grand right across from the cabinet factory in Rib Lake. And the living room and gar- garage were so piled high with garbage. And I went there with Nick. We made it about five feet in the door and we were both dry heaving because it smelled like burnt hair in like campground dumpster. I don't know how long the garbage has been in there for. And I think now. Was the house vacant? Yeah. It's down to like 19,000 now. And somebody's going to buy it and push it in and burn it because you never get that smell out of the house. Like the size of this room, pile of garbage in the living room. And the hmm. garage was worse. Is it like bank owned and stuff now or what? I would, it's Coldwell Banker and they do a lot of the bank owned houses around here. So I would imagine so. But it's not. Nobody's going to buy that. <laughs> you you can't. That's unfortunate. Yes. So Red Lake's I, a good place to live. I tried talking him in. There was another one. Lakeside. But the problem is he doesn't want to spend anything. But he also doesn't want neighbors. Oh. So anytime you get out in the country, it's going to be Amish. And he's going to have a ton of work to do at 80 years old. Or... You're going to pay 100000 minimum for anything outside of town. So I'm picturing him just trying to fashion something. And he's handy. He'd be fine. But he doesn't need to be doing that kind of shit at 80. I just can't talk him into buying anything reasonable. Sure. <sighs> what, oh. else, what else you got for me? Oh, I don't know. There's it's been a... We, when, we first started, when, when we first started talking about this podcast of mm-hmm. yours... It wasn't even up and running yet. and You were a hard no, too. I, well, I remember the, well, that. The hard no was like, I'm like, yeah, I love that idea. And I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and a lot of podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. Yep. Um, and you're like, well, I want to have you on and we can talk. We can do a true crime See, and I episode. Thought, and it's like, yes. yeah, awesome. And then it's like the more I thought about it, I'm like, that is going to require a lot of research. And you're, we're talking about somebody that died. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, cool. you know. Well, not, but not for the family that's so for grieving. For the bereaved. Right. So if, if you're like, if you don't do your homework and you don't get it right, you're going to upset someone because they're, they're you know, sure. it's someone's life. Yeah. Even if they were a dick. But then that was my original plan was to invite a guest like two weeks out from when we record. You pick whatever. You fucking roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I don't care. We'll do a little bit of research and then we'll talk about that topic. Right. But I quickly discovered nobody has time. No. Or wants to. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough for me to get people in here just to talk about nothing. Right. But to tell them they got two weeks to research a topic of some kind, out of the question. So that quickly changed. That's why, like, when we went on our little break, I uh, said, is this even, are people going to enjoy this? Like, I feel like it's not even funny. You know, like, when there's some of your shows where i listen and i'm like giggling along with you or like yes. you know when you have when you have a man here and you made a drink and like he took a slurp it's like i knew what was in that that tequila and it's like every time that i heard a slurp i kind of shivered a little bit like <laughs> tequila because it's so delicious yeah something like that but no it's uh i don't know your show is pretty funny if you I like don't it. i don't 
in the nicest way possible, I don't care. I enjoy it. Everyone that I've talked to has enjoyed. Yeah, like, I, you know, I it. Was fun. It. Yeah. But it's not like we're up here telling dad jokes back and forth for an hour. You know what I mean? Normal conversation is funny just as it is. Sure. So don't force anything because if you tried to, then it's going to be weird and awkward and fake laughy. So somebody will get a kick out of it. I always chuckle when I re-listen to them when I do the... I don't edit anything out. I just have to adjust the levels because like the furnace fan is running and you can hear that and the noise reduction and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Add the intro and whatever. So I yeah. always re-listen well, to them. Well, now that you video kick. it and stuff, it's kind of like the element of surprise is gone because there's I'm kind of... I'm sort of a stalker. Um, trying to find what these people look like. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like after one of your episodes, I I can't help myself. I have sure. to go on Facebook and see. And like Justin just is on nothing. Like. He, he has yeah. text and that's it. Mm-hmm. So his wife is on Facebook and there's rarely a picture of him. But yeah, it's uh, I know what you mean because I've done that listening to smart list or whatever and i'm yeah. like God, i know this voice who is that and then i look like google the name of the mm-hmm. guest and i'm like oh, okay whatever or i don't know who this is but they're interesting so i want to see what their face looks like and i look right. all the time i have and to. that's probably what people would initially started talking about women in wastewater like i'm a wastewater operator so they're probably like you know already forming their own oh, vision yeah. of what i look like yes and then uh and then they see what i look like and they're like i wasn't picturing that at all but it's kind of funny that I say that because I've been to conferences like so like when sure. you came over and we shot my video and stuff like even yes. even today you warned me that there was going to be cameras I'm like so you're telling me I have to wear makeup and what did I say I don't give a shit you do what Just the fuck giving, you want I'm you telling you there's going to be right. video so you do what you want but it's kind of funny because like say like conference brook is like Charlie's Theron like you know movie star whatever. Yeah. Like work week broke. So like if somebody met me at a fuck? conference and, yes. and came to the treatment plant for something, then they'd see like Charlie Theron like monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Who, like I, who are you again? I'm like, bro. Because you, know, like, you and that, Whoa, you don't, you didn't look like that there. And, like, yeah. and I've seen people at like the dueling pianos thing or, you know, a formal event. Mm-hmm. And then you see them otherwise. And it's amazing to me how different, not good or bad or otherwise, but how different someone can look yeah. with like, I don't want to say an updo, but like makeup on, hair done, business attire yeah. versus like fuzzy pants, a hoodie and a messy bun. Yep. Some people I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad. Like, I've had buyers where you meet them. They're dressed up because we're going out on showings or whatever. And then they're like, oh, hey. And you see them at the gas station. And I'm like, hey, you. No fucking clue it was the same person. Right. It's just, it's amazing to me how much, what a difference all that stuff makes. Yeah, guys, I, I think are a little bit luckier in that aspect because. Absolutely. You guys. I shaved my neck. That's all I do. I just don't oh, want a neck hey beard. hey, you. There's that neck. I don't want a neck beard. I don't want to be that guy. So I shave that and that's yeah. about it. Guys are just luckier than women. I would say so in almost every regard. Yeah. Almost every. So. Yep. 
Is this like that cue that it's you, you get like so you get that like okay we were making eye contact now it went quiet and I kind of looked away and like look back you like is this is this that cue like when the show is done like, you just, can we hit our we, I we don't got to the care. spot where we stop I usually have one or two of those where like we've like this topic we've completed this uh-huh. and then I need five seconds to think of something. Like, what can I then go into? Yeah. And sometimes I just got nothing. Key takeaways from this. Uh, Wisconsin is beautiful and often taken for granted by us. Wisconsinites. That's right. And so are women in the wastewater Yeah, women in wastewater world. are overlooked. You know, they get you passed up a, for promotion all the time. Do a calendar. Oh. Like the WWW, Women of Wastewater. That's a good idea. And then you can use that to raise money for whatever you guys need funding yeah. for. There are there are very few women in wastewater. I think there's a lot of them in the industry that are like in sales and the you know, other end other of end what of you it. Do. But sure. like as far as the operators go, I think that we're there we're lacking women in wastewater, and we can do it. Like Rosie, <laughs> we can do it. I encourage all all women to apply. That's right. Every woman listening to this, yeah. apply to your local wastewater management facility. Yeah, and become a we technician. need more. We need more of you. Do you need more women or people in general, or how are the numbers for you guys? Oh, well, like I just heard on the radio, like that. In general, I think you know the death rate is surpassing the birth rate. So, like, in eighteen years, twenty years from now, the work. Oh, the workforce will be aging aft, and retired. Just and, in general, it's yep. aft. But I think for the most part, there are a lot of people in our industry trying to retire or retiring because I say trying because there's no one coming up to replace them. And sure. That's in all aspects. I'm talking engineers. Everything. Uh, yeah, every aspect of wastewater, there's people trying or retiring and there's a lot of jobs. So even if you are like in school and you're going to school for you don't know what yet, maybe you want to be <laughs> Undecided. civil engineering or whatever. I mean, engineers in wastewater, and it's a, it's a very uh, – like. People are always going to have to flush your toilets. So the job would, security in this industry is exponentially larger than... I would imagine also it has to be fairly low stress. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not under the gun to... Yeah, maybe not engineers who are like writing grants to get money for facility upgrades. Engineers, I, everyone I've ever known is Taking always, fire from always the, you know contractors. Pretty and, wound up. Yeah. Wound tight maybe is a better word brain is always having to like work do something. sometimes in this job yes. you can shut your brain off you know it's nice <laughs> and you have to because you got to like think like i'm not in four feet of human waste right now you know oh like, sure you, you have, have to, to go to your, your happy place off. yeah it's like just ignore <laughs> what i'm doing um you're, you're really selling it here <laughs> it's not very glamorous it sounds but wonderful it is wonderful it's uh, my second favorite job of all time. So, what was your first? Slacking off at the hardware store, breeding cows. See, I remember the first time I walked into my grandpa's farm, and he was the local inseminator around there, and I saw him mid humorous bone deep, and I was like, "What's going on there?" Because I was six. Yeah, you know, and he's just talking to me like normal, getting up in there in his little cart full of all his tools and whatever, and I. It, probably 10 years later before I actually figured out what the hell was going on. Right. I didn't know it was a thing. I thought you just let them go out in a field and then they're good to go. Yeah, you can do that too. 
Well, you can, but obviously that's not what he was what he that's was not, doing. That's, yeah, that's not what you have in mind. Yes, no. For your herd, uh, but no, it's yeah. So there is that part where you're, you know, entering a cow through their <laughs> rectum. Uh, but what I miss the most is the relationships. Farmers are the best. You know, I mean, oh, uh, true. They can be crabby because well, so can anyone. Can but I mean, my going farm to farm and like especially my personality getting able like to tell the same fishing story over like 12 sure. times a day and work two days in this territory and then i'd get to work two days in the next territory so like i could tell the same story and then the things That's you learn fantastic. you're oh, on yes. so many different sites yep. and you you just learn so much different you know procedures or ways that people. people do things and, yep and a lot of my farmers i'm still like really good friends with and they keep in touch and it's like those relationships i established while operating oh, cows yeah. like are Lifelong ones, like, and ones that you need, I think, because, like, sure. you know, say you're out bombing around in Gleason or something. If oh, you're, yeah. you're going to be out bombing around in Gleason and you Who break wouldn't? down, like, yes. I know. Sure. Everyone. Ten people that would come help me yep. right now, you know? No, like, that never happens to me. Usually on <laughs> Highway 51 between Tomahawk and Monaco and the alternator goes out or something. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Um, get me the links Link. to that, the commercial for one, but the, uh, what the hell did I write that? Oh, oh, the DNR, like where your video stuff oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then people can look up all your accolades and whatnot. I'll talk you up in the intro. <laughs> I always write something up for that. Yeah, I don't think I ever, like, got to actually say how you win an award like that, but basically just nominations and Yeah, well, yeah, because then there was the board reviews and whatever. yourself. Ugh. I've also been nominated for um, Lab Analyst of the Year through Central States Water, CSWEA. That's a lot of words. You guys got acronyms galore. Yeah, WRWA, Wisconsin Rural Water Association, WWA, Wisconsin Wastewater Operators Association, (sighs) Central States Water Environment Association, WEF. (laughs) WEF, that's nice. (laughs) How appropriate. (laughs) How appropriate. Um, and most recently, I'm going to start at WWW, Women of Wastewater. I'm telling you, you could start a movement. What, what's the other W? Oh, Wastewater. Women, wastewater. But it's water. one word, though. Wastewater is one word. But doesn't it look better with three? Women workers. Women wastewater workers. Well, we'll figure it out. We've the got women, time. And uh, now you've also wastewater. nominated yourself to photograph these women <sighs> that are going to volunteer for the calendar. With like a big giant wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joel, because that's exactly, we, we manually stir. That's what's in my head is like <laughs> beard nets and safety goggles, face shield, white Tyvek suits. And like the yellow boots, like marathon cheese <laughs> with a giant cauldron. Yeah, we have vats and like <laughs> steaming mm-hmm. with a huge, like a canoe paddle, <laughs> or is it an oar? Hang on, I was getting confused. But oh man! Whatever. Yeah. All right, that's a and <laughs> end on a good note. We can end on that. Perfect. All right. Okay, thank you. Awesome. See ya. Bye.